0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Live from the fantasy football show.com studios. It's the fantasy football show. Live! live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Eat, what is going on, good people? We are breaking down week number 12. Uh, we've still got of course the Monday night game to go uh, tomorrow evening. Uh, for some of you, it is actually you know early morning already. but we're breaking down everything we can, answering your questions, answering your super chats, uh, taking your phone calls that will be in a few minutes. let's let's get right to some of the voice messages we voice messages we might already have in the in the in the bank here. Let's see. I've got one from Jim. Brown for the rest of the year he kind of had another quiet night tonight he had
2: a touchdown that kind of saved him but only four catches for 46 yards this offense is turning
1: into a run heavy team the further we get into the season so are you buying A.J. Brown as a top 10 guy rest of the season or should we try to trade him high yeah I buy him I buy him before I'd sell him I I'd get the panic I understand what what people are thinking and, and A.J. Brown's gonna be up and down I think he's going to be up and down. So he's not going to be number one, number two, number three. Probably not a top five wide receiver. To be a top top five wide receiver, you can't really be up and down. To be a top six to ten, top seven to twelve wide receiver, you're going to have big games. You're going to have uh, some some mediocre games. I think that's the nature of, of what separates the, the, the big dogs from the, the medium-sized dogs. And he's a medium-sized wide receiver one. He's not a top dog. He's not a... Uh, Tyreek Hill who can also be up and down but but Tyreek Hill's in the in the big boy class. He's in the big boy class with Devontae Adams, um with JJ. Um Hopefully, Jamar Chase is in the big boy class walking into week 13. We'll have more of that that news in, in the coming you know days. So if you got Jamar Chase questions, I don't know. I, I don't have the answers. No one has the answers yet. We can only speculate that he almost played week number 12. So Jamar Chase probably playing week number 13. Unless something happened we didn't hear about that nobody's broke yet, that nobody's talking about, that the team isn't releasing, then potentially maybe he had a setback or something like that. We don't know about it we'll find out I'm sure tomorrow if there was some sort of setback but if there wasn't a setback we should have a good indication whether uh whether Jamar Chase is a go week number 13 so stay tuned for that B men
2: ETN looks like he's fine but assuming he can't go next week what's the confidence level of Jermichael Hasty next week or do you think
1: it's going to be Daryl Henderson the rest of the way uh, you know Hasty earned their trust uh, you never know You never know, but I believe that if, let's say, Etienne were to sit, I don't think he's going to sit. I think Etienne, he had his helmet back on. He was on the sideline. He wasn't in the back. He was at the front, you know, uh, right at the edge of the sideline, looking like he was going to go back in before the the first half um, ended. And he didn't. And then he didn't come back in the game, and then he had his helmet off, and he was talking. He was chatting with everybody. did not look like he was in pain or anything like that. Word is he has said that he was okay. Um, we'll find out we've, we've heard that before, you know, I'm okay. Wasn't a big deal. Andrew said not a big deal and Andrew's missed multiple weeks. So we can't for sure assume that he's 100% okay, but we're pretty confident based on the way he looked based on the way he was walking around on the sideline. The fact that he put his helmet back on and he wanted to go back in the game. I'm pretty sure that ETN's going to suit up in week number 13, but we'll have more information, uh, tomorrow, but in your hypothetical worst case scenario world, I would say the ETN Hasty's the backup. He earned it. He earned it. They would lean on Hasty. Henderson's not gonna just come in and take over. They had Hasty on the roster for a reason, right? So Hasty would but they would use both of them if that was the case. But I fully believe at this point that that uh, ETN's gonna be in a week thirteen. And I don't wanna see all the negative like ETN, you know, this, ETN that. Like if ETN's playing, you're playing him. You know? Everybody's gotta stop. You can't you couldn't have seen this injury coming. And it, it, it appears he avoided a, a big one. It doesn't seem like he set his Liz Frankendry back in motion or something like that. And, and, you know, I know a lot of people are going to act like they can step away from ETN all of a sudden. Like, I'm not going to play ETN. He had a bye week and he didn't do well his first week back. Like, give me a break. ETN's a top 10 overall player if he's healthy and on the field. Now, if he's hampered, we'll see. But ETN is a must start next week. He's a top 12, top 10, top 8, top 7. Pick your poison. Uh, overall player going forward so get etn fired up if he's ready to go we'll have more information on that as, as the week unfolds so get ready for that this one's another one from jim hey smitty aaron Rodgers left again tonight with another injury and the packers fall to four and eight can you talk about aaron jones for the rest of the season is he somebody you're trusting and if aaron Rodgers misses any time is he somebody you can still play I think Aaron Jones will probably be okay. The offense will be limited, in you know, but they may they may lean on him more. So sometimes when a quarterback, a starting quarterback goes down, you hear people say things like, "Oh, that's great. The running back's going to get used more. That's great for the running back." Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. It depends on what the team constructs, you know, going forward, how they simplify the offense. What are they back into if they're backed into a corner? When you got Jordan Love, who's a little bit more limited than Aaron Rodgers, you got you to gotta, you gotta, focus on running the football more. That's why you saw a little bit of A.J. Dillon. You saw a little bit of, of Aaron Jones at the same time. You know, you felt pretty comfortable uh, with some of the, the things they were doing at times during this game. I, at least I was. I, I feel like if Aaron Rodgers missed time, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon would be leaned upon. Now, whether they get game scripted out by the third or fourth quarter, that's something we need to see and test out. And there's certainly no guarantees that that they're going to re- remain relevant to a high level, high degree all game long in a in a in a, a Jordan Love-led attack in an upcoming week. Uh, it, I think it's it's safe to say let's he's not going to be, you know, uh, Aaron 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 Jones probably won't be a top five running back, but could he be a, a borderline Running back one, absolutely. Could AJ Dillon be revived in an Aaron Rodgers list Green Bay Packers uh, uh, situation? Absolutely. So you know nobody should should have been cutting him anyway. Uh, But AJ Dillon looked pretty good. You know he looked pretty good. It looked pretty leaned upon. Looked pretty trusted. Probably good for like eighty yards and a touchdown going forward. If they if they do end up leaning more on the run than ever before, Christian Watson was amazing. Christian Christian Watson's taking that step forward. Um, This is kind of. One of those things where, like I said last week and the week before, rookies come into their own in double-digit weeks. It's not just the physical rookie wall that they hit. It's a mental wall that all rookies kind of hit when they're overwhelmed by the playbook, the learning, the coaching, uh, the scheming, everything they got to learn. It's like a, it's like a t- 10, 10 weeks of, of football. Weeks 1 through 10 is equivalent to somebody going to a new job and needing a whole month before they really get things done. In order, and they have a good handle on what their job duties are. At a month, if you do a new job, you take a new job, you know. At one month, you feel like a whole new person that knows the job. You're not overwhelmed anymore. Week one, week two, you might be totally overwhelmed. You don't even know what you're doing. You're not even sure you can do the job. By one month in, you're like, this is. I feel. I feel great. I feel like I knew. I knew. I. I. I, It's been a while since I've been in the workforce. I've been doing this, but. But you know what I'm saying, and I think that that's that's how I feel that that these rookies, when they get to week 10, week 11, week 12, whether they've been overutilized like Kenneth Walker or, or not really fully utilized to their whole potential like, let's say, a Christian Watson, it doesn't matter when they get to week 10, they get to week 11, they get to week 12, it's just, they got it down, it's a little bit easier, the good ones will start to rise up and do well consistently, consistency, why are you seeing Garrett Wilson do well, part of it's because of Mike White, let's get a round of applause, Mike White doing big things, Mike White, part of it is Mike White of course, but Garrett Wilson, uh, Chris Alave, um, all these rookies are going to start coming into their own and being consistent, and that's a part of them learning this the, the, the system, learning the game of football, the speed of football, and, and kind of pushing through what would have been even mentally, physically, everything, a college-length season. Once that season's kind of over and they get into the second wind, they they pick it up. So Watson's gonna continue to do well. Um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I, I don't know. We gotta find out more tomorrow. We gotta find we gotta find out more tomorrow. Um I think, uh, I don't know. I don't want to speculate. I don't want to speculate. Could he be out a couple games? Could he be out no time at all? Could he be worried about you know his legacy and want to come in and finish strong and then retire? I don't know. I don't know. All I do know is, according to the reports here, um, let me see if I can pull up the, the most recent Aaron Rodgers report. There's nothing new. There's nothing new. The only report we have is the one that, that suggests he left the field, went to the locker room, apparent rib injury in the third quarter. He ended up returning. Uh, uh, returned for the following possession then led the Packers to a field goal. And then he ended up going back to the locker room. So we'll see Jordan came in. Um, and he, he was, uh, he was decent. You know, he, he showed that he could potentially move the football down the field. Um, I, I was really, really pleased with, uh, the way that, like I said, they ran the ball um a- AJ Dillon 64 yards and a touchdown he looked like he got banged up but I think he just took a if I had to guess a, a knee to the the thigh and so he yeah, had kind of a stinger or, or a, a bruise uh Christian Watson 110 yards and a touchdown looked phenomenal catching four of six passes Aaron Jones ran the ball 12 times for 43 yards added three receptions for 56 yards and a touchdown both running backs were fully utilized really like what I saw out of out of uh the running game in in, in this one but that, that's the problem, though, is that if the run gets game scripted out or if the Packers are too far behind, then you just don't know what you're going to get. But maybe this will be a good thing. Maybe this will be a good thing for Aaron Jones and, and A.J. Dillon owners if Aaron Rodgers does say We don't really know. Um, We'll have to wait and see. Jalen Hurts is a maniac. This guy ran... Uh, he, he completed uh, 16 of 28 passes for 153 yards and two touchdowns and added 157 yards on 17 carries. Unbelievable. This monster is, is a top three QB right now. That's clear as day. The question is, where are all the anti-early QB drafting people going to start drafting this guy in 2023 mock drafts? When our fantasy football analysts are going to finally get on board with the early QB approach that we pump up here every single offseason, early quarterback, don't do it. There's so many late quarterbacks you can draft later. Yeah, Jalen Hurts was one of those middle range quarterbacks to draft. Nobody nobody liked him more than, than we did here on the show. Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts. Those were two quarterbacks that lived in the middle rounds, not the late rounds, but the middle rounds. Middle round QB drafting. There's early QB drafting, nothing wrong with taking a Josh Allen in the third round. Nothing wrong with taking Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow in round six, which is what we did over and over and over. But what's gonna happen is that these two quarterbacks, Joseph Cigar Smoking and Burrow and Jalen Hurts, and of course Mahomes and Josh Allen are going to live in the early rounds now, so you got to ask yourself, is there another wave of big-name quarterbacks like that waiting in round 6, 7, and 2023 fantasy football drafts, and I don't know that the answer is going to be yes, my answer to you right now is that the good quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, Josh Allen, even Justin Herbert potentially, depending on how he finishes, they will live in the two to four round range, two to five, two to early five round range. And people need to understand that if you want an elite quarterback to carry you week in and week out, you might have to spend a late second or an early third round pick on a quarterback with a smile on your face. And if you don't, if you want to go take the late quarterback drafting approach, that's fine by me. But I'll go land the Kenneth Walker like we did in 2022. And we'll take the early quarterback. Okay, we'll do that again. We'll, we'll run that back. We'll rinse and repeat that that process in order to dominate fantasy football drafts. We'll take ETN late like we did in early fantasy football drafts. We'll do that, and we'll and we'll go ahead and take Mahomes or Josh Allen or Hertz or a Joe Burrow in the early rounds. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care about how many QBs somebody thinks is floating out there in the six to twelve range for quarterbacks, buddy. You could get a quarterback eight. At pick number nine, and I can use my late second or early third round on a wide receiver or running back. I don't care. I'll take a Josh Allen. I'll take a Patrick Mahomes. I'll take a Jalen Hurts. I'll take one of those top big name quarterbacks in the in the in the second, third, and fourth rounds. And not early second round. I'm saying like bookend two three turn. I'm talking about where we took Josh Allen in 2022 fantasy football drafts. Okay, so everybody needs to understand. That early quarterback drafting lives. And it lives right here on this channel. And it won't stop. Yeah. You know what else won't stop? Rashad White. Nothing stops. Rashad White. Not even bad game scripting, kind of. You know, like, they didn't feed him. They didn't really feed him. They gave him a... They gave him half a meal. They gave him one of those, like, Hey, I'll get a half a... A, a, a soup and a half a sandwich. That's the kind of feeding they did with this guy, Rashad White. But he still delivered. Rashad White season is here. Rashad White needs to keep getting fed and I hope that nothing gets derailed with Leonard Fournette coming back. Maybe Leonard Fournette needs another week off just to get his mentals, chickens, and all that in order. I'm kind of hoping that's the case. I do believe Rashad White is going to continue to thrive. He was very efficient, wasn't fed enough, uh, but was very, very good every time he touched the football. Damian Pierce went missing. Totally disapprove. Damian Pierce right now he's in the panic chamber if there ever was a player to put in the panic chamber and I don't know that he's coming back I don't know that he's coming back would I cut him no but would I bench him absolutely especially if you've got better options Damian Pierce is no longer startable until he either proves healthy and used or that 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 game script changes for him You know, and maybe they don't want to run him into the ground because they saved him for 2023. We don't even know what the deal is. But all I know is he's nowhere to be found and he's not reliable and he can't be counted on. Uh, Adjust and adapt, you know, and and we got to adjust and adapt on that. Uh, Let me hit these super chats real quick that have been flying in here. Uh, I don't know if there's any $20 haulers. This first one's from Yusuf. Yusuf says, need 17 PPR from Muth to win that's going to be a tall order, but remember, this is why you played the game, Yusuf. This is why you decided to play fantasy football for the challenge, for the fun of it. You know what I mean? So enjoy that climb. Enjoy that close call. Hey, Smitty, have Burrow, C CMC, ETN, Diggs. And, and CMC is another one we got to talk about. ETN, Diggs, uh, 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 DK. DK played great. Higgins played great. Goddard, Komet, Jamal, Swift, uh, Pollard boyd sutton okay six and six wanted to sell fields high to upgrade but he he's hurt what should i do um maybe fields is going to return i don't think he i i don't know if he's going to return the bears would be dumb to rush him back the bears could be dumb i don't know i can't predict that what i can tell you is that if i was running things and we had you know we we, we were no playoff hopes negative percentage chance of making the playoffs there's no way i'd rush him back before the week 14 bye week that's for sure And not only that, I may not rush him back at all because this is a running quarterback. He knows no different. He'll get out there and start scrambling around. And if his shoulder is not 100%, you're putting your future and your dynasty on the line by letting him go out there injured and do what he does innately, which is run the football. So if he does come back, then you can potentially trade him. Past that, you're sticking with Burrow. He's fine. Jamar Chase is going to come back, hopefully, this week. And you're going to be okay. ETN should be back. CMC should bounce back. He could be inconsistent. We'll talk about ETN in a second. Uh, Diggs, DK, you've got a great team. You need to let it ride. You need to let it roll out there. Jamal's fine. You start Jamal over Swift until further notice. Maybe Pollard. We'll talk about Pollard later in the week. Um, tough to know what to do with Pollard right now in terms of like where he fits into the pecking order of your options in 2020 uh to week number 13 so we'll we'll get into that uh, appreciate your super chat and and I would hang tight with this team you've got a, a load of talent bro and 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 I don't think you're selling any of this these players on the low the guys that did bad I don't know that I trade Higgins away unless you could trade him for a super high option maybe you could upgrade maybe you could upgrade. I mean, would I trade like DK on the high for like potentially to get into an Andrews on the on the low? M- maybe something like that. But past that, I'm 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 standing pat. You have got a really really good team uh, in in a in a moonshot for you. For dropping that, that $10 holler, appreciate you. And this is another $10 holler from Ted. To All the $10 hollers get a moonshot. Appreciate you, Teddy Boy. Teddy said three days left to trade. Smitty. So eight and four, second place. Uh, have Dak Gino. Watson, Kenneth Walker, keep the faith in Kenneth Walker. Some people are talking bad about Kenneth Walker. If you take away his two touchdowns, guess what? You can't take away his two touchdowns. You don't get to play that game, subtract and add and act like these things didn't happen. I don't care if his yards per carry were low. I don't care if he got drilled in the backfield and didn't have a lot of room to run. The man scored two touchdowns and he carried an entire football team on his back to get into the end zone. Yeah, he had some help. But that was a play that not not very many running backs can take uh, and and, and play, play out that way. Dragging everybody into the end zone, scoring on that touchdown. Looked phenomenal. I love the way this guy looks. He could be the 1.1 in 2023 drafts if he finishes strongly. I love Kenneth Walker. Keep the faith in Walker. Mixon, you can't sell high. Keep the faith that he bounces back. Zeke Elliott, I sell him if I can. Rashad White, obviously you hold. Uh, Pacheco looks good. He's a good sell-high candidate if you need to upgrade a wide receiver, which we're getting to. Waddle, Olave, I like that. Uh, Christian Watson looks fine. I would sell him on the high if it improves something somewhere. Kelsey's your tight end. This is a really, really good team. Unless you can trade Mixon and and Christian Watson for a safer running back, Um, I would potentially, in your situation, go after ETN. I would go after ETN. I would look to try and trade maybe, maybe you trade... I don't think you're going to get it done, but like you could potentially trade. I mean, people have done crazier trades, bro. Crazier trades than this, but you could potentially, if he's quarterback needy, you could send him one of your quarterbacks. You could send him Dak or Gino and start Deshaun Watson if you want to roll the dice. um, And then give him like Pacheco and a Christian Watson try and get ETN injured and, and and on the cheap. I mean, there's there's things you could do like that. Uh, I would go after... um potentially like a lamb i would i would send maybe a pacheco for a mike evans if you're interested in a wide receiver but while everybody's crapping on mike evans and nobody wants mike evans that owns him right now they're so fed up with him and i understand why and i can understand why somebody might want to not go acquire him too but i, th- I think he's a good player to go get okay uh, appreciate those super chats and and let me see if i can do so, get some of the chat questions Uh, Saquon or James Conner rest of season come on Gus I mean just a little bit of time has gone by where Saquon hasn't you know delivered what you've wanted him to deliver I don't think you can just downgrade him out from what was top one two three four five overall if you were drafting from this moment moving forward like a couple weeks ago uh, from that point going forward I don't think you can just in one or two weeks people are so quick to just pull somebody from a top 10 ranking I, 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 there's no way I'm I'm gonna say that this is the same. These are the same players. Do I like Connor going forward? Absolutely, but we can't talk like this. We gotta we gotta have faith in our studs, bro. That, that got us here. Christian Watson or AJ Brown, rest of season. There's a debate to be had here, but I don't think you need to make this trade. Like I would rather have AJ brown but in a sense you could do a downgrade for christian watson get another running back upgrade or tight end upgrade or some kind of upgrade somewhere else or additional player without playing this one for one game so christian watson and what he can maybe get me in trade over aj brown maybe depending on what what we're talking about Would i rather have aj brown over watson straight up absolutely hit that subscribe button if you're new and uh, hit that thumb up button we only have uh, 70 thumbs up
3: Hit that subscribe button if you're new,
4: and wipe your feet at the door.
1: Please punch that button for your boy Smitty. We've got uh, two hundred and seventy people in here, and only seventy-one thumbs up at the current moment. Appreciate you dropping that, uh, Connor. Top seven running back rest of season. It's possible. There's nothing wrong with that. That kind of stance at all. Down fifteen, JT versus nobody. Am I due for for pain? I don't, dude. Enjoy that, Ian. Like, like we need to stop dreading a close race, a climb, a fun. Contest like this is why you decided to play fantasy football to be down 15 with JT left and then and then to have I'd rather have this than than win than, than know that it's over I'd rather have this I'd rather enjoy the game rooting for 15 points out of JT Lance you know like why why are we gonna why are we gonna really dread this 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 dilemma right here you have the player you're not sitting there helpless you have the player and it's JT and you need 15 points, and you're worried about it. No pain, no pain, Ian. Enjoy this moment. Jt's going to the moon for you, on on Monday night, pal. To the moon. We need to we need to enjoy this. We need to enjoy fantasy football again, guys. I don't care if we're dealing with injury. Uh, you know how many calls I've had go down to injury that make me feel like this is unfair. This is unfair. Brees Hall, Javante Williams, Jamar Chase, looking pretty good, aren't we? as a show, as a community, and injury strikes, injury strikes, ETN injury strikes, but we gotta adjust and adapt, we have to still win, we still have to figure out how to get motivated, hit the waiver wire, make the good trades, if anybody's still got trade abilities left, no fear, okay, no fear, no one's holding us back, and if anybody loses or anybody's struggling, you. St- this is a long haul, Okay, what we're doing here, this is a a fantasy football college of knowledge here to teach you how to play the long game. This isn't just 2022. This is learning for 2023. This is for Dynasty. This is for everything. How bad is the ETN News? Is the injury, Scotty? It doesn't seem to be bad. We'll find out more tomorrow. Nobody knows. But according to reports, he says he's fine. Again, we've heard that out of Mark Andrews before, and he missed several weeks. So we can't 100% know. But we're pretty excited about the prospect of this guy sitting there with his helmet on, wanting to go back into the game and not going in. We're pretty excited about what that tells, that the picture that paints for next week. But we don't know. We don't know. We're not sure yet. So hang tight, Scotty. We'll get information on that. First, Herbie is back to top five QB. Uh, need help Uh need to keep up will cmc bounce back i think i think so ugly game right i'm not panic. what are we writing here fragments here right i'm not panic. mitchell out to now st brown heating up let's let's have the computer read this what is going on here bro okay here we go let's have the computer read this because this is i don't even know what i'm saying here i feel like a robot speaking bobby hoffman
0: first he right is back top five qb need keep up Will CMC bounce back? I think so. Are the game right? I'm not panicked. Mitchell out to so now. S.E. Brown
1: heating UPPP. <laughs> I don't know. I, bro, I don't know. Look, all I'm going to tell you is this. Let's get to the CMC topic because this is a good topic right now. This is a good topic. Uh, I I, I believe Christian McCaffrey's going to be inconsistent moving forward. I believe he will have blow up games. He will have mediocre games. He will have games where he's having 120 yards and two touchdowns. And he will... I'm just kidding with you, Avi. appreciate your super chat, by the way. Too many words. Um, <laughs> speak in spell. Um, I, I I, think we're not going to see consistency. We're going to see a player that everybody loves like Jacobs. All of a sudden, everybody... Jacobs is top five running back everybody. They act like last week they weren't doubting him. Everybody acts like last week they weren't asking me in their flex spot. Do I start Jacobs or Rashad White or Jacobs? Or, like Jacobs is now a top five running back... To everybody in the world after one week again. I understand why. I get why. I'm not I'm not clowning on why, and I'm not disagreeing that he doesn't look like a top five to ten running back. He, he absolutely looks like a top five to ten running back right now. But my point is one game did that. Christian McCaffrey comes out and has 125 total yards and two touchdowns next week, and he very well could. Everyone and their mother is gonna be back on the Christian McCaffrey wagon. Everybody, just like they're back on the Jacobs wagon. And if Christian McCaffrey comes back out and has 60 total yards, 40 rushing, 60 receiving, no touchdowns, three receptions, everybody's going to be in panic mode again. I predict CMC will be up and down again. I don't think Eli Mitchell going... Uh, uh getting injured and being out for the year or however long it takes sounds like he'll, he'll be he'll be done for the fantasy season for sure i don't think that eli mitchell leaving this lineup this this co-run uh running back by committee is gonna necessarily change anything because look what they did they immediately put out um the the rookie um what's his name uh uh blanket on his name uh, Mason Jordan Mason. They immediately put Jordan Mason out there, and Jordan Mason started doing Eli Mitchell things. I don't think it's going to change. I don't think it's going to change. I think maybe they lean on McCaffrey a little more. Sure, because McCaffrey could be a little bit closer to being up to speed with where Mason is than where Mitchell was. Mitchell knew the offense, came in from last season, had everything under control. Like C- McCaffrey's going to be competing with Jordan Mason to be like, okay, who do you trust more? Let's just give uh, CMC more work. It's possible. It's possible. But what do we know about Jimmy G? He's not a great quarterback. As much as people want to hype him up and act like he's really, really good, he's a winner, he's not a very good quarterback. He's like a spigot on a hose that's this big, shooting water out. You put a spigot on it, you you barely turn, or, or I mean, what do you call it? A, a, a nozzle on the spigot, I'm sorry. You, and you turn the spigot on. And you have the hose with the nozzle on, and the nozzle's barely turned on, and it's just kind of spraying out water, you know, not very far, about as far as the Jimmy G pass, about 12 yards, and 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 that's it. And you got all this water trying to get out and rush. That is what it's like. The 49er offense is loaded, loaded. It's probably the most loaded offense in the entire NFL. And there is a a restrictive nozzle on the end of this hose that's trying to shove all this water out. At once. And it, it's it's going to be a slow drip. It's going to be a slow drip. And there's nothing you can do about it. The only thing you can hope for. Is that the slow drip turns. One one or two yard uh, catch. To Debo Samuel. Into a 60 yard touchdown. That one small three yard pass. Five yard pass. Seven yard pass. Gets taken by Chris McCaffrey. 45-60 yards for a touchdown. Jimmy G is going to score multiple touchdowns. That way, Jimmy G's not gonna throw missiles all over the field. Maybe he has one game where he throws for three touchdowns that really are kind of all him. It's possible. He's an NFL quarterback. You can't be an NFL quarterback without having some talent. But this is a guy that ranks inside my 25 to 32 overall quarterbacks that are currently starting in the NFL. And you can you can throw shade on that all you want. I I don't I don't see him as an elite talent. He is a he is a mediocre quarterback that is surrounded by so much talent, he can look and be disguised as a pretty decent quarterback at times. But how is he going to deliver consistency for Christian McCaffrey going forward? This was our concern from the very jump when this trade went down. Bad for Debo, bad for Christian McCaffrey in some sense coming from Carolina to San Francisco. It would probably be the most beneficial for McCaffrey out of everybody that's involved you know, he's going to be the focal point of the offense, which he he certainly is when he's being used. But there's a lot of talk and there's a lot of analysts and former players that have, have weighed in on this. That when McCaffrey's on the field, you kind of know the ball's going to him because he doesn't know the entire offense yet to pick up some of the pass protections and the blocking schemes that are involved in this very complicated system. And so when he's not actually getting the ball, he'll oftentimes get taken off the field. And so when he's on the field you kind of know that he's he's going to be maybe the first read or he's going to potentially be in the in the in the in the call But, uh, you know, I think that's going to change as he learns more. He's a very astute player. He's very, very hungry, very intelligent. He grew up with the Shanahan family. This guy probably sleeps with his playbook. Probably the hardest studying uh, player in the entire National Football League. So I know those things about Christian McCaffrey. And that's why I think that eventually it becomes irrelevant that the offense is new to him. But it's still new to him. There's still a lot of nuances and things that they're not trusting him fully to do. And it is a double-edged sword. It is a a uh, two-sided trick coin in a way because if you feed Christian McCaffrey enough to make him relevant, he will probably get injured in this offense that injures player after player after player. And I don't want to hear that the San Francisco 49ers are no different than any any other team, that it's football, you're just going to get hurt, Smitty. Guys get hurt in football. I don't want to hear that because the Niners injure players more than any other team in the National Football League, especially at the running back position. They had seven running backs last year and all of them were injured. And Debo Samuel had to play running back, not wide back. He had to play running back for a series of games because all of the RBs were hurt in the running back room. There's something wrong with that. And nobody's looked into it. No one appears to want to look into it. We don't know what the reason is. Is it because the scheme is so aggressive to running backs the way that they they run this offense? We don't really know. I've talked to players. I talked to uh, to Eric Davis, former 49er defensive player, that talked about it, and he said, uh, you know, it, it's it's a it, it's hard to explain. Like no no one really knows. I forget what his his answer was exactly on this. We tried to dig into it. We tried to ask people that have a real good, deep knowledge on the game and in San Francisco, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. Why everybody gets injured, but no one's looking into it. And so your double-edged sword is that you're putting Christian McCaffrey, a, a player still trying to shake free that injured label, into a system that injures running backs more than any other system in the NFL. That's a scary proposition when your double-edged sword is, do you give them enough carries to to warrant a potential uh, overworked situation, you know, and try and and try and run that risk, or do you dial him back to make sure you keep him healthy and then he doesn't produce? It's a double-edged sword, and it's hard to know with only week 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 left five weeks, maybe you could overwork him and not injure him. It's tough to say. And that's why I don't think there's any guarantees. There's no guarantees he's getting injured. There's no reason to run away from Christian McCaffrey if you own him. I hope I haven't scared any current Christian McCaffrey owners away from holding him. It's either sell him high or you hold him and you run the risk that the five weeks the five weeks left of football, he can... He can continue to stay on the field and healthy. It's very possible. Five weeks is not a lot of time, but all it takes is one game. All it takes is one hit. All it takes is your body wearing down, and and, and, and there is concern there. Uh, is Eckler a void in 2023, Sandu? That's a, a really, 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 really good question, and uh, I believe I do have...
0: Smitty will now provide his dynasty analysis.
1: This is a great question. Uh, the topic here is is Austin Eckler in a dy- from a dynasty angle, and we're going to start taking dynasty very seriously on this channel. And so Sandu's question deserves and commands some respect in in an answer. Um, Eckler turns 28, I believe, in May. If I'm remembering correctly, I believe in 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 May he turns 28 years old. Let me tell you something, okay. It's going to be very rare for a running back in today's world, in today's NFL, to have a very successful top five running back season. From a fantasy perspective, and to be a top five running back from a fantasy perspective, you need volume. You need to be fed a ton. You can't do that off small usage. To be a top five running back... For Eckler to be a top five running back in 2023 and beyond. But let's let's focus on 2023. Even though this that's redraft in a sense. It's dynasty thinking in a way. For him to be elite in 2023. He's going to have to be an anomaly beyond anomalies. Because now at 27, you're on borrowed time. Eckler's on borrowed time. Henry's on borrowed time. To be 28 years old. Walking into your 28 year old uh, season and continue to play at a volume that you need to be, uh, a serious volume that needs to be fed to you for, to play at that level, it's it's asking a lot. It's not, this is the new 30. 28 is the new 30. Can you be an elite running back at, at, 30, at 28 years old like you used to be able to do at 30? Yes, but it was very rare. The odds of Eckler's body staying healthy and on the field are astronomically high. Uh, the, the odds of him—I'm sorry—getting injured are astronomically high. The odds of him staying healthy are are, are tough odds to swallow. I know, I know everybody's going to argue he's different. He's Eckler. He takes care of himself. He 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 has been running like a running back between the tackles the last few years. If anything, I'm wor- I'm worried more about Eckler than really any running back walking into 2023. Given the cost of entry, the likely cost of entry, Eckler will be a complete avoid for me. At top five overall value in 2023, I could be a year early. He could be an anomaly, but history and and probabilities will tell you that this is not a good bet to bet on Eckler in 2023 and beyond. Um, I think the same thing will 100% be the same for for Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's got five week weeks left to stay healthy, and there's still a very very like you know scary you know, a, a, a chance that, that Henry, you know, will hit a wall of some sort right around this week's 13, you know, week 14, week 15. Hopefully he doesn't, and if Henry does escape these next five weeks, you will see me avoiding Henry like the plague in 2023 because he will have escaped one, he would have got through one more season that the odds were kind of against him. Uh, some will say it's because he missed all of, or half of last year, and he was able to rest and put less mileage on. Some will say that it's because he's built different. Some will still say that Henry's the 1.1 next year in 2023. You will have me avoiding Derrick Henry and Eckler like they're the plague walking into 2023 because at a certain age, at a certain age, it is a complete avoid for me. And 28 is that age at running back. So whether it's redraft 2023, whether it's Dynasty 2023 and beyond these two guys Eckler and Henry will be complete avoids for me in Dynasty 2023 and ask yourself go try and trade go try and trade Eckler in a dynasty or I'm sorry Henry in a dynasty league you won't get you won't get anybody you won't be able to even get a third round type of player you won't. You won't be able to touch a third top of the third round player for for Derek, using Derrick Henry in a trade. And if you draft it in a dynasty startup for twenty twenty three and beyond, it's it's tough to say where Derrick Henry is going to go. So that's my my thoughts on this. As far as the rest of twenty twenty uh, two, you got five games left. You got five games left. I think it's. I think if you own Henry, you ride it out. There's no. There's no other. There's no other thing you can do, other than, you know, especially with most people's trade deadlines gone. I, you know, I, I look the panic, the the time to panic, the time to sell is probably over. Um, ride Henry out. Henry had a bad game kind of this week, so it's not like you can really sell him on the high anyway. So let it ride. It's five weeks. Hope he doesn't get hurt. And I definitely wouldn't uh, attack Henry in 2023 redraft or dynasty. Stevenson over Eckler in 2023. Sandu, I, I mean. We'll have to play uh, Stevenson's value. We'll have to play it by ear as we we exit out. Um, you know what I'm saying, Smitty? Honestly, you think it's promo code time? Lost Cooper Cup, Chase. Chase, he didn't lose. Chase, he'll come back. Herbert, uh, Mooney, Damian Harris, and Swift never showed up. Your thoughts? I mean, if, bro, if you if you have Damian Harris, and Herbert and Mooney as as your top options to show me. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely going to give you that promo code. Promo code Smitty gets you $100 bonus match instant on your first deposit at at Underdog Fantasy. Go to Underdog Fantasy, link in the description of the video, promo code Smitty. But like, you got to have more than this, bro. You have Jamar Chase, Herbert, Mooney, and Damian Harris. That's, those are your guys. That can't be. Um, Swift and Chase should still do okay. But yeah, that's going to be pretty tough. That's going to be pretty, pretty tough. Pretty tall order my guy uh okay um let's get back to the super chats. yeah avi i got super chats bro i gotta cycle through everything bro i gotta make the show entertaining i can't just do the super chats I'll, I'll rotate through them avi i won't i won't forget about you pal uh first herbie is back to top five qb already got that one thank you here's the the newest super chat by by mr avi avi appreciate you avi to the moon. to the moon dropping multiple super chats in this show uh, Avi says uh, Dolphins 49ers is a great fantasy game. Hill CMC bounce back. Yeah, I think Taysom Hill bounces back. I'm sorry, Taysom Hill. I think Tyreek Hill has a, a huge, uh, huge day. Hopefully, hopefully, um, uh, hopefully, uh, uh Tua's okay. You know, because Tua got bent back bad. And just so everybody knows, the Cardinals and the and the Panthers are on bye in week number thirteen. Then we got the dreaded week 14 bye week, so get ready for that. Uh, but but as for as for uh, 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 Tyreek Hill, I think he has a big game. I think CMC does have a big game and then potentially has that on and off, you know, big game, mediocre game, big game, mediocre game, big game, big game, you know, whatever. Um, well, five weeks, you know, of that. So it'll be up and down. Watson going forward. I don't know about Watson, bro. Watson or Tua? Come on, you got to start Tua. As long as is healthy. But Tua got rat- rattled. Just completely bent back. His back looked like it snapped, like it could have snapped on that hit. It was horrible. Tua gets rocked all the time. It's crazy. Um, appreciate you, Avi, for your super chats. And yes, I agree with you. I think bounce back performances are in order for both players. And I think you'll have a good day if those are your two your two dudes. Uh, no one has worse luck than me this year. Cup, Swift, Jamal Williams, Brees, Hall, Kyler. First five picks. I'm sorry, Nady. We'll we'll get you we'll get you going next year, pal. Appreciate you. Um, Blind Larry says, "Talk about my loss if you want entertainment, Smitty. I forget what your loss was, Blind Larry. Um, I forget what happened to you this week with your team. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember, bro. Uh, Rashad White to the moon, absolutely, Casey. Appreciate you. Wrong button, Rashad White to the moon. Appreciate you, my guy. Uh, let's see here, Smitty Superflex League, Aaron Jones. Uh, let's see here." I was reading the wrong one. Would you trade Kirk Cousins and Aaron Jones and Ayuk for Gino and Henry? Uh, Aaron Jones, Ayuk, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely do that trade, bro. Go get Henry. Do it now. Like, that's what I'm talking about. I lost Javante, Eli Mitchell. I mean, I, I could top all of these, I, I think, or at least be equal to some of you. I have in, in my long-term fantasy football uh, buddy league with my buddies, um, which is the the one I like the most because it's like the long term league I've done for for you know two decades. I had Javante, Brees Hall, Saint Brown, Jamar Chase, Etn. Um. I, I've had I haven't I've had one or two other guys that have gone down too, but I I've had it bad. I've got rocked. I practiced what I preached across the board in that draft, and if I had kept even one of Javante or Brees Hall, it'd be over. I've got Etienne, I got Walker, I got Pierce. Oh, I have Pierce too. I've gotten rocked in that league. Burrow and Burrow's been suffering, you know, because of of the loss of of Jamar Chase. It's just like I've just been getting hit hard. I've been hit hard in that league, but I, you know, I'm still trucking along. I may not make the playoffs now. I have the best team in the league. I think I'm like I'm like 40 points out of first place in total points, and and I'm probably not going to make the playoffs because I've been losing people left and right free saw Javante getting hit hard in the middle of a week, you know, and, and it's just, it's been crazy, um, my brother stole Amon Ra and Zeke for Tua, my brother stole Amon Ra and Zeke for Tua Sutton, and now I hate him, look, I mean, Tua's, Tua's good, bro, I mean, it depends who his quarterback is, but, I mean, but Amon Ra I love, of course, bro, I love Amon Ra, um, let's hit the phone lines. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Whoa! Whoa! To whoa! 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 We we got everything in the world going on. Sorry about that. Phone lines. Here we go, Jim. Appreciate your your two voice messages, Jim. Um, let's see. Let's see here. I think we got all the voice messages out of off the books here. Appreciate you guys dropping those. Um, thank you. And then the phone calls, we'll take some phone calls for just a little bit. And then, uh, I don't know how long we'll go tonight. Uh, here are your bye weeks again, if you need them for the, the, the Cardinals and Carolina Panthers are on bye. um, not, not, you know, it's nice to have a lot of the, the, the guys back on Sunday, you know, the Sunday slate of games was a little light because of Turkey day and, and pulling six teams away from, from the Sunday slate. So it felt a little light Sunday was this, this Sunday was a little rough. You're live in the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to?
5: Hey, Lenny. What's up, man? It's Matthew.
1: What's up, Matthew? What can I do for you? Good, man. Good. Dude. I'm working an overnight shift right
5: now, listening to your show. Had a boy. night.
1: Had a boy. Um. So,
5: man, I, I just wanted your opinion on Rashad White. Um, rest of the season, I think he played really well
1: this week. Um, you think you think Lenny's gonna come back and start? Um, I or, don't know. Uh, it, if it feels like it could definitely be a a. a uh, Pollard Zeke situation, or it could be something new. We don't really know. Um, I I yeah. think ha- had yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I'd be I'd be lying if I said I had a real good feel as to as to what they're thinking, you know. But I think had they won, For sure. it would be different. The fact that that they lost this game by what was it six points? Um, I don't know yeah, that they're most- fee- you know what I mean. Like if they had won and everything was jiving, they might be like. You know, coming out like Mike White, the Jets are like, <laughs> we're, look, if you think Mike White's not starting this next contest, you are out of your mind. Like, it is 100% locked that Mike White is starting week number th- number thir- uh, 13 because the teams behind him, they, he was doing an interview after, they practically picked him up as like three or four teammates, shoved him around, grabbing him, and that like, this he's got the locker room. You know, so like, had Rashad yeah. White and Tom Brady in the in the Bucks exited this Week 12 overtime game with a the win, then it would be like nothing's changing. We're doing this. We're, you know. But now they might be like, well, how do we get back to you know winning like we were the other weeks? And and it's like, you know, so I'm a little bit nervous about what Rashad White's role is going to be. If it were up to me, it, it wouldn't be a. I wouldn't even hesitate because you're seeing great production out of him. Um, maybe he'll sit another week. I don't know. But to answer that question, I, I can't answer that question. I can only tell you I, I'm hopeful, and I know what I would do. But we have no clue. We have no clue. They said they roll a hot hand. I get you, man. So, yeah, I was hoping he
5: scored
1: a touchdown to kind
5: of like secure the the spot more, but
1: yeah, I feel the same way. How, how do we? How do we? How do we, how do we feel about Mike White, man? I, I'm telling you, I, I'm 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 just so excited that he got a shot again. I've been I've been waiting for this for a whole year, like a, more, more than a calendar year. I've been waiting for this. People make fun of me Mike all the time. White. Mike White, Michael. Yeah.
6: He looked good. He looked good.
1: It was the Bears. I I understand, but like you know, people said that about the Bengals the the year prior. It's always an excuse as to why he looks so good. Oh, you know, is the Bengals or is the, you know, it, he he just it was rain. Guy was a surgeon out there. You know, it's more than just who did you play. It's looking at the windows that this guy threw in a tight little window, just delivering lasers, and and, and the way he motivated his team. And also, the way that the team rallies around him, they fully believe in him. You know, like if this was just more of like they're playing bad teams, he got lucky two different matchups that he's done this, yeah, you know, I could understand. But the, teams, the team understands how good he is. The only question I have is how dumb d- does the staff have to be in some respect to not have seen this cut? Like this, I felt, I feel like I've been screaming this for a while. Like it was very easy to see for me that Mike White was the future of this team. You know, and it, it frustrated me that it, they, they didn't see this when Zach went down the first time with the knee injury. They just, they shoved Flacco out there. And, 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 and that was frustrating to me because it was his opportunity to get a shot. And I don't know why they didn't give him that little window of time to, to do what he's doing right now. But everything happens for a reason. The momentum's here. Let's let it ride, man. I just wish Brees Hall was here for it because Brees Hall would absolutely explode under Mike White's command because that guy's a check down king. You'd have Brees Hall on games where he's facing a tough rushing situation, either by game script or by defensive matchup. You'd have this guy grabbing seven, eight receptions for 90 yards and a touchdown. You wouldn't even care that he had 20 yards rushing. So I'm excited. I really hope Brees Hall rehabs very, very fast. I have a strong feeling. It's all gut. I have no evidence whatsoever. I haven't talked to anybody close to the situation. I just have a strong gut instinct that we're going to hear words and terms like Brees Hall's looking as good as ever all of a sudden, like, you know, very early on. Like, I can't believe he's cutting already. Can't believe he looks this good. I have a feeling we're going to hear about a really quick recovery. And that button that I want to press so bad, get Brees. we're not touching it until we have a really, really good feeling about his return and he feels like back to some degree.
5: I'm hopeful for Brees Hall, man. He's a stud. Yeah. He's a stud. And and I don't like the Mike White excuses because I don't think Zach Wilson could have done what he did this week.
1: Nope. Mike White is is in the rain, bro. In the rain. This guy, this guy was a surgeon, laser focused on everything. Like just, I, I I'm just, I'm so excited for him. All right, I gotta let you go, bro. Appreciate you. Later.
5: Appreciate you, man. Have a great night. Yeah.
1: What's up, Blind Larry? You're on, you're on the air, bro. You're live. Oh, bro. Blind Larry. Oh, try call, try calling back, Blind Larry. Um, Walker or JT? Rest of season, you got to go JT. I think for right now, but that doesn't mean that both aren't top five, top six running backs. You know what I mean? Like that's no disrespect to Walker. Walker is, I think JT's offense is built a little bit more around him than Walker's is currently, but doesn't mean that can't change within a week or two or just going into twenty twenty three could be the one point one. Pick up Mike White, probably Marcos, but it depends on your options. You're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Hello? Hello? I don't know what people are doing tonight. If this happens a third time in a row, we know something's wrong with my phone line, but I'm pretty sure I heard them rattling around. They probably muted themselves and then forgot to unmute themselves. I don't know. Uh, This has been the worst fantasy football year ever. I'm sorry to hear that, Slim. You know, we've had some bad things happen, but it's still a very good year for the most part. Like we've been, we've been knocking some stuff out of the park despite some of the roadblocks we've we felt unfairly uh, uh, faced against. You know, like the the Brees Hall, the Javante. You know, we complain about it every once in a while because it's just so fun to think about what we'd be doing to our league mates if we had those two guys in our lineups. You know, on top of everything else we got going on with Walker and. And what was going on with ETN that I think will continue with ETN? What's going on with Rashad White? What was going on with Tony Pollard that I think will continue with Tony Pollard? We got a whole lot going on. The 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 the, the cousin tripod uh, crew in in AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, one of the one of the moon men, um, just looking phenomenal. He just looks he looks so legit. He carries people week in and week out. A hundred. What do you have? A hundred. What was it? A hundred. How many yards was it again that he rushed for tonight? Just unbelievable monster. Uh this this Jalen Hurts. What was the amount? Uh Avi, Avi, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show.
2: All right, what's up? What, so what's up? I'm a little concerned about McCaffrey. I'm going back to the days. I kinda wish he was still on the Panthers.
1: Of course. Because how their
2: offense looks and stuff.
1: Mitchell's hurt now, so I like that, but you like if that? Hey, for like... careful! People get really mad at that. You don't like that he's hurt, but I know what you're saying. Uh-huh. He laughs again. Way to what a double down there, Avi. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but like like I said, I mean, I went on a I went on a whole rant. I don't think I need to repeat the whole thing, Avi. But in a nutshell, I agree. I agree with you. He's he's in an offense where they can't facilitate the football to all these big monsters they got. You know, Kittle's still a monster. We just don't think he is because he's not. The tree falls in the forest, and you don't see it or hear it. Did it really fall? Is is, is Kittle really good? If you don't see him play well, you know, from a fantasy perspective, is he really a good fantasy player? We have no idea. And so I, I feel like I feel like there's just too many weapons for CMC to be consistently leaned upon maybe that keeps him healthy and is a good thing for the team but i just yeah i I think he'll be up and down they'll be i i believe you have a big game this week but then what happens the next week everybody's gonna think he's back and everything's gonna be normal coming out of next week but you know
6: (laughs) i I think he's in the next like rb four to eight i'm gonna
1: say now i won't say he's top three at all are you in a closet
6: i still believe in him
1: are you in your dorm room closet what's why does it get so muffled
2: I uh, can't really wake up my
1: parents. So are you under the sheets or, I mean, or, or in the closet? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> A little pillow talk with Avi. Avi, I, I appreciate you, yeah, pal.
6: Aunt,
1: yeah. St. Brown. Oh, his, I think his parents came. He had to hang up. His parents walked in. Who are you talking to? Who's this guy, Smitty? Smitty. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you speaking to in the middle of the night, sonny boy? You got school tomorrow. Uh, appreciate you, Avi. Don't want you getting in trouble. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Uh, Godwin over Gabe Davis rest of season. Yeah, f- for now. For now, I, I'm I'm comfortable saying yes to that. I still think both of them are going to be fine. Um, my pick next year, round one, Allen. Round two, Hurts. Round three, Fields. My picks next year. Uh, yeah, I don't think you want to take Allen in round one because you probably won't have to. The industry won't require it. So you'd be wasting your pick if it's a normal one QB league, bro. Don't, don't take him in round two and you'll be laughed at enough in round two that that'll be plenty of pushback that you're going to get, you know, that you can, you can laugh at back at them when it, when it works out. Don't be taking a quarterback in round one because you don't have to, not because the industry's right. I push back on the industry. Early quarterback for me. I'm an early quarterback advocate. You'll find no analyst in the industry that advocates early quarterback more than I do. But you have to be smart about where you take players. And Allen will fall into round two, at least the middle of round two, um, if I had to guess. And maybe we'll approach it as we go. If, if he has like four touchdowns in three or four straight games, everyone and their mother's going to start creeping him up to like the 12 to 15 But keep in mind, the industry will probably brainwash everybody into taking them in the 20 to 24 to 20 to 27 range at the very highest. So be careful with that. Um, But uh, you you know you've got a friend in me, Quantum, when it comes to early quarterback conversation and content, and you're going to get your heavy dose of early quarterback content from me. And I'm going to tell you exactly where I believe the optimal position is to grab these early quarterbacks. I got your back, bro. We're going to do it together. Um, is Garrett Wilson a wide receiver 2 rest of season? Let's call him a low-end wide receiver 2, high-end wide receiver 3 just to make sure we're curbing our expectations properly so the upside is still there to completely rock our worlds when he does it. Won a matchup today thanks to you, Smitty. I appreciate you, my guy, and thank you for your super chat. 300 people in here, only 111 thumbs up if you guys can punch that thumb up button for your boy, Smitty. Let's get those numbers a little closer together, the 302 and the 111. All right, those are rookie numbers. Let's pump those thumb-up numbers up. 6-6, and half PPR, Mike Williams and Damian Pierce for AK and Thielen. Take AK and Thielen and run, you know? Like, what's Mike Williams? What's Damian Pierce right now, you know? Like, give me AK, who at least, I know everyone's given up on him, but give me AK, who I can either flip or hope that he does well next week and turns everybody's expectations around again, because that's what he'll do. If anybody thinks AK's done and gone, they're joking themselves. Is he consistent? No, he's not consistent. Will he go up and down? Absolutely. And so, for that reason, I'm acquiring him. Any chance I get at this buy low seller dweller pricing, ham sandwich type price tag, bro, take Kamara and run, But just know as you're running, he's going to probably be inconsistent. But he's certainly a guy you want to take at that value. Um, Yeah, all right. Uh, Do that. Super Chat Smitty and Double Check. Thank you, Travis. Appreciate your support and you pushing people uh, in that direction. Uh, to drop a super chat, uh, never expected, always appreciated. Um, let's let's get rid of this uh, this bot here. I got it. I got it taken care of. Okay, Camara for Andrews is a good is good too. You think, Travis? I would take Andrews over Camara for sure. I think Andrews didn't like blow up, but I think he's gonna have you know he's gonna start rebounding a little bit more. Um, appreciate everybody, a- Anthony. Appreciate you. I'm down 26. Got JT tomorrow. Do I have a chance? Absolutely, Nicholas. And enjoy the show. Okay, root for it. Have fun with it. Don't get upset or down. Remember, this is why you played. The chase of it, bro. The excitement of it. I'd rather be down and and have a guy left than to be the person out in the lead with nobody else going. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let's see here. Dial in uh, if anybody's got a a question. Call into the show. Call, call, Call into the show. Mark Cleveland dropping a $20. Mark Cleveland in the house, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Cleveland in the house. Great show. He says, great super chat, Mark, $20 holler. Mark, you, you want me to call you right now, Mark? You want me to call you? Do you got anything that you want to talk about or discuss with your team? I will dial you up this very second and, and we can discuss it. Let me know, Mark. I'm going to look for your, your, uh, your, your yes or no on that. Uh, this is a, uh, this is a call from uh, Luke says, shout me out. Luke, uh, you're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to?
5: Hey man, this is Corey again. What's going
1: on? What's up, Corey? What can I help you with?
5: Hey bro, so quick question. Uh-huh. Um, I have J- JT, and I know he has a week fourteen bye. Who do you think would be a good running back to pick up uh, in case something? Maybe was like an RBT or so.
1: Uh, well, can you give me a uh, can you give me a list? Because I don't, I'm not. Uh,
5: yeah, yeah, I'm sorry.
1: My, I'm not. Fault, I'm not totally fault. psychic. Uh,
5: <laughs> i have so i have jt uh, jeff Wilson i have foreman and I have um Rashad
1: white okay are you are you talking about picking up a player or using one of your players because you said pick up okay so i thought you said pick up so jt's on a buy and your options are jeff Wilson jr yeah who else
5: uh, uh foreman okay and Rashad white
1: and, and Rashad. Okay. Well, um, Foreman's not the answer. It's between Jeff Wilson and Rashad White. And so this is week 14. Let me pull up week 14 because I don't have week 14 memorized, believe it or not. Your boy Smitty doesn't have everything in his noggin. I can only fit so much in. It falls out if I try and hold too much in. Uh, looking at this, we got the Niners at home against the Bucks. Or not the nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking for. Oh, so I was like, "Why am I looking at the Niners? I'm looking at uh, Rashad White. Rashad oh. White at the Niners. Oh. So that's a that's a tough matchup. Um, but you know, it's not something I'm I'm running from. And then Jeff Wilson. Uh, Jeff Wilson is God. We got so many teams on a bye week. 14. Let me just pause for a second. Well, What? Well, what?
5: Well, um, what about this man? What do you?
1: Who do you think is a good, I know it's kind of like, it's very late in the season,
5: who do you think would be a great running back to pick up, just in your opinion?
1: But but aren't you using one of these two guys? One more time? You're talking about trade? You're saying pick up. Like, you're not going to pick up somebody over these guys. But you're saying, like, trade for? No,
5: no I, yeah, I, I'm just, trade or, yeah, trade or, who would be a great, like, I mean, know, you got two of them. You got two of them
1: right here, bro. And you got the the Miami Dolphins facing the Chargers, and that's in in L.A. So I don't think there's anything you need to move because for everything for everything that you got to go get, bro, you got to get rid of something. You got to dilute something. So JT going on a yeah. buy doesn't make me just want to trade him away. Like if you could trade him for uh, Kenneth Walker and get something in return, because fair market value kind of commands that you get more. For JT, then I would go ahead and try and maybe do that. If you could get a St. Brown out of your wide receiver, you know, let, let's let say you could upgrade Christian Watson into a St. Brown and all you got to do is quote unquote downgrade your, your uh, JT into Walker. That's something you consider. But, like, am I, am I like, trying to solve this problem when the answer's right in front of your face, bro? Like, people would kill to start Rashad White and, and Jeff Wilson. And you got the opportunity to do that, and you want to go looking for something else. I don't know that I would. I think you got all the options right in front of your face. It comes down to Rashad White and Wilson. I think Wilson against the Chargers is a really good play. Um, I think you got to wait until the news and the feel and the flow and... Where Rashad White's in this offense, how he's structured into the the offense at that point to make the decision. Um, but yeah. you don't need to you don't need to look anywhere, man. You don't need to dilute anything to go for, solve this problem. This okay. is why you have these guys.
5: I, I, I was thinking that you know maybe I'd need like like a high end RB two, maybe low-end RB one to
1: replace uh, JT just for that week. I, you know, are these guys going to be on your bench then? Are these guys on your bench then?
5: No, these guys
1: are these guys. I'm a roster. Okay, so you're starting them. Are you starting them anyway? Because this is how you started off. You said, "Who do I replace JT?" These are the options you have to replace him. You. okay? My no, fault. No, the end. Um, so you're yeah, started... you're starting all three of them then. Good. Maybe we should start over. Yeah, I started all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, bro. <laughs> I feel like uh I feel like there's there's a plethora of options that you could you could go attack. Let me let me pull up uh, some rankings here from the fantasy football show dot com where you can go find your 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 year round fantasy football rankings. Um I like the plug. Let's see here, let's see here. Um
5: I'm also hoping to, uh, I'm hoping to trade Watson, Deshaun Watson, once he comes back. I have some guys who are looking
1: for Stevie Zanotti. Okay, so running backs, you're gonna want to uh, like acquire, but again, like w- at what expense? You know, like <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I don't know that you're gonna be able to. Maybe you get a, a deal. You're sit you're starting w- Jeff Wilson or Rashad White during Week 14, right? Yeah. Okay. So who's your who are your wide receivers?
5: My wide, my, my wide receivers, I have Higgins, I have Olave, I have Pickens, um, Garrett Wilson, and more and Jason Wilson. But you know Jason Wilson, Jason Williams.
1: I'm sorry, is on IR. So can you do you start all three of these wide receivers and still need Jeff Wilson, Rashad, and one more player, or can Garrett Wilson be your flex? Or what's, what's the bye uh, week I look I was, like? I, I guess I
5: just wasn't sure if they'd be strong, like, like a strong start to uh, uh,
1: replace JT for that week. Uh, let's see. I got to see the bye weeks because there's so many bye weeks. Um, yeah. Alave's Sorry, on a, man, Alave is on a bye. Alave is on a bye. Alave on a bye. So Garrett Wilson, Higgins. I don't know, bro. I mean, the only thing I can tell you is you maybe. Maybe you look to, uh, I mean, I don't know what that Walker owner has, but like Walker and St. Brown for, for something like, you know, I would, I would take if that guy's down on Walker, but Walker scored two TDs. I don't know how down he's going to be on them. You know, like some people are down on Walker going, he only got, you know, X number of yards and. The TDs weren't there. He wouldn't be good. I'm worried about him. So I don't really know. The guy that you're dealing with might not be worried about him. But honestly, bro, I wouldn't go trading anything. Uh, you know, guys to target, if you want an extra running back, bro, for for that week, I would say a good player yeah. to target low is Tony Pollard um, because people are worried about him now. DeAndre Swift is still a decent player to acquire on the cheap. Um, I, I, think, uh, I think Pacheco is still pretty attracted to buy low um brian robinson maybe his owner thinks that's fool's gold and they want to get rid of him but he did have a big game so you might have to overpay there uh james connor is no longer cheap Cordero patterson is pretty cheap to go acquire i think um uh is not going to be that cheap to get damian pierce i don't know if you should even trust him but he could be attainable a wide receiver if you're going to go after a flex i mean I, I suppose you know Evans is a really good buy low right now, but I don't know if he's going to be in your price range without touching your big your big guns there. I just don't see you getting a, a good enough replacement, bro, to, to without de- depleting what you got unless you do a, a JT trade. Um, I got to jump to these other callers, bro, but I appreciate you calling if you've got a more definitive question. Okay.
5: Gotcha, man. I appreciate you.
1: Bro. All right, man. Appreciate you later. Okay. That one was a, that one was a little uh all over the place there it's not part of it probably is my fault but I I definitely feel like uh we started that question out differently than I thought uh Mark Cleveland appreciate your super chat did did mark want me to did mark want to call in or me to call him mark Cleveland no I'm good he says okay I don't mind helping you with your trade your trades on air mark so just let me know next time and we'll, we'll dial you up and we'll get group consensus voting on it because there's nothing better than getting a group think on a question. You know what I mean? Full PPR Rashad White plus Pittman for Mari Cooper. I'm keeping the Rashad White Pittman side. You know, and we'll find out. You know, in this next, this upcoming Monday Night contest, whether this really was an amazing hold because Pittman could could have a nice game, or it's kind of a wash, or I still believe Rashad White could be more valuable than Amari Cooper, but you could argue that Cooper and, and Rashad have similar value with the risk involved and maybe Lenny coming back and taking away from Rashad White like Zeke Elliott's is taking away from Pollard. So very arguable sides of both these sides, but I would lean on the Rashad White-Pittman side of this one, my guy. Pretty easy call for me. And Quantum with another super chat. Quantum says, uh, phone lines are still open. Dial in if I missed you. I feel like blind Larry called but then he hung up. Uh blind Larry call back in uh reason QB's first three round reason QB's first three rounds by week 4 best trade bait. Uh yeah, quantum but are, are you saying you would actually draft all three of those guys in one on one team? You can't do that cuz you can't guarantee people are going to make trades for quarterbacks. People are weird about trading for quarterbacks, especially early on. Uh I definitely wouldn't be assembling multiple um, you're live on the fantasy football show. You're live on the fantasy football show. Hello? Hello? Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Okay. Hi, City. Um... Hi, oh, wow, Sean.
2: wondering... <laughs> Hi, um...
1: Yeah, my trade deadline's coming hey, up. Hey, oh oh wow, oh wow. Oh wow. Hold on one second. Blind Larry, hang tight, okay? I got you on hold. You're next up. Yes, sir. Just hang right there. Okay, go oh wow, Sean. You're up.
2: hmm Sorry. I mean you can go first if you want. Uh if you
1: have something to do. Um, I think blind Larry's good. Just leave, leave him. Let, let okay. him go ahead. Oh wow. You're you were there. Let's go. Okay. Um
2: yeah, so my trade deadline's coming up by the uh and I think by next it's coming, like, Thursday or something like that. And uh, I just wanted to, like, see whether there would be any trades you'd make before um, my trade deadline, if you wanted me to, like, list out my team. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, at QB, I have Mahomes. Um, my uh, starting running backs are Kamara and Connor. Um, my receivers are... Adams, Diggs, and um, my flex this week was Rashad White. And um, my tight ends are HB is who I'm running right now because I have Dallas Goddard in the IR. And then as for my bench, I have Amari Cooper, DeAndre Swift, Cordero Patterson, Jamar Chase, Darius Slayton, and Kyron Williams. Okay. Yeah, so I, I was wondering, like, would you recommend I use any of my players to buy low on anyone this week or, um, I don't know, make any trades to improve my starting lineup come playoffs? Um, because I feel like I have a lot of people on the bench that yeah,
1: I maybe could use to For like make sure. my starting roster better. For sure. The only problem is Kamara just crapped the bed like hardcore, you know. Yeah. Le- le- yeah. Left a left a douche right right in the, in the middle <laughs> of the of the bed, and so people are going to be right. fearful of, of of getting in that bed, bro. So I don't yeah, know, you
2: could have put... been doing it for a few weeks now. I do mm-hmm. feel
1: like though there are a lot of people like to to fly close to the sun. There are a lot of ambulance chasers. There's usually two or three in every league. So I feel like if you mm-hmm. couple Abari Cooper with with Camara, mm-hmm. you're gonna find somebody that looks at that risk a little. It's psychology of fantasy football. I'm gonna I'm going to... I'm not trying to mm-hmm. I'm not even trying to overpromise. I know I'm gonna deliver on this. I'm going to create the Mm -hmm. best library of fantasy football trade negotiation, draft pick trading, uh, how to approach uh, different draft partners and their styles of trading, Mm -hmm. how to do this, how to do that. All all relating to strategy, Mm -hmm. fantasy football, how to dominate the one pick, how to dominate the 12 pick, how to dominate the eight pick. It's going to be a fantasy football library. Mm -hmm. That'll be on the fantasy football will I'll I'll, I'll, put it in. I'll put it in the content package as well, but you could also Mm -hmm. buy just this library access to the library but I'm going to I'm going to explain a lot of this stuff but the psychology of adding mm-hmm. another player into Camara. So if you just try and trade Camara, mm-hmm. you're going to have all of the responsibility on Camara's shoulders in terms of or the, the owner that's acquiring Camara is going to feel all of mm-hmm. that weight and risk on Camara. It's say I don't mm-hmm. want to have Camara. He feels risky. The moment you add in a second player, mm-hmm. this is why 2 for 1s are effective. And trying to explain the rationale mm-hmm. behind it, what, ha- what happens in your mind, yeah. is you give Amari Cooper, and all of a sudden, Amari Cooper mm-hmm. gets to carry a lot of the responsibility. Then you start looking at uh, right. a Kamara, and you say, Kamara's not as risky because I do have Cooper. So now I'm kind of looking at the right. upside of Kamara because I've got two players. And now I'm trying to think about, best case scenario, what if both of them do well? And it tricks you into thinking mm-hmm. that, and it's not always a trick because sometimes it's a good, mm-hmm. you need to divide and conquer, right? We do it all the time. Maybe the person buying yeah. believes in Kamara bouncing back, and he certainly could. Maybe the, the the buyer believes in Amari Cooper even getting better with Deshaun Watson, and he could. So we're not like mm-hmm. necessarily saying that the person acqu- acquiring both is going to get screwed in this deal. But to give yeah. away Camara now is impossible. To give away Camara and Cooper is not. And so Mm -hmm. you've got to ask yourself what running back is very even, Mm -hmm. even equal to Alvin Kamara in a lot of people's minds, not everybody's mind, but a lot Mm -hmm. of people's minds, because if you think that Mm -hmm. the player you're getting is better, you can sidestep out of Kamara in what looks like a lateral trade, but will be a safer vehicle Mm -hmm. to drive in. That player could include Mm -hmm. Walker. It could maybe include Mm -hmm. ETN, depending on how we feel tomorrow about ETN. I would, if ETN mm-hmm. looks good to go, be very tempted to trade Kamara and Amari Cooper for ETN. If I felt like ETN was going to be back and fully healthy, I'd do it for Walker. I'd do it for Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs, who you wouldn't be able to do that for now. Um, mm-hmm. Barkley. Barkley's a, a guy that also played very, very badly mm-hmm. that people are worried about. And, and so I think you could She's... step into Barkley very easily.
2: Mm-hmm. So you think you would do both of them for just, like, so, for example, you do both of them for just Kenneth Walker, or you, would you, you try to like get someone else? With you
1: kind of have to because in order to have what I just explained to you take effect, you can't mm-hmm. do a two for two. You know, it just okay. it, it's not going to have the same effect. You need to lay off the risk if you add another player in. Now they're looking at the two for two, mm-hmm. saying, "Well, I'm giving him this and this." What, and then they start trying to look at the even Steven then you start having them doing the the, mm-hmm. the addition and subtraction on the trade. What what am I gaining? What am I adding? Whereas if you give two players, mm-hmm. you can't calculate it. It's confusing, and it makes them go, I got Bro. two what-ifs in this deal versus him getting one. I'm going to go ahead and take mm-hmm. it. And if Barkley just disappointed, okay. then you're in the same boat. You're a disappointing player for my disappointing player. Uh, I don't know if I mm-hmm. want to do that. camara for Barkley, I don't know if I want to do that. What about Kamara mm-hmm. and Amari Cooper for Barkley? And then it's like, okay, Barkley did struggle too. What if? What if now you're mm-hmm. saying, what if? What if Kamara yeah. could bounce back and I have Cooper, I'll do the trade. Mm-hmm. So it's all about okay. it's all about you know attacking it like that.
2: So do you currently value uh, Connor more than Kamara? Then
1: it's hard to say yes, but maybe. You know, I I, I, I I have to think that Kamara is going to bounce back. I think Kamara, much like Christian McCaffrey, is going to have big games and bad games. Do I think that mm-hmm. Kamara is going to bounce back and be a top, a running back one in week number 13? He's got a buy in week 14. That's another th- thing you've got to worry about unless you've got a mm-hmm. playoff. Lo- are you locked yeah. in the playoffs?
2: Yeah, 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 I yeah. am. I yeah, but on. you might have
1: a you might have an owner be like, I don't want him with the bye week coming up. So that's going to be another potential roadblock for you. But uh, okay. you could go after JT, who has a bye mm-hmm. week. And so, therefore, mm-hmm. you're giving up Cooper. But you almost have to wait and see if JT has a mediocre game. Because if he blows up, you're not getting him. If he has a mediocre game, I yeah. almost guarantee you, this will be an option for you. Whether he accepts it or not, he'll mull it over. If he has a bad – JT has a bad game and has a bye week – you're you're kind of Mm -hmm. playing with even even playing field all right i gotta let you go oh wow sean i gotta get blind larry on i appreciate you all right thank you all right call back if you have another one later uh Mm -hmm. blind larry i'm sorry about the wait what can i do for you pal what's going
3: on Smitty? can you hear
1: me i can hear you perfect
3: Right on, man. Uh, I'm out here in Pluto. You told me there was a uh, moon, man, but you didn't ever tell me I'd be playing Pluto, man, dude. I got beat so bad today. You
1: got Pluto. And I'm hearing these people. <laughs> well, Pluto ain't. Pluto's I mean, not bad. You're on Uranus. And off
3: he goes. Man, yeah, I'm, I'm somewhere out there, wherever it may be. I got beat 193 to 122 today. Hmm. I was like, uh. Yeah, so these people that are worrying about, you know, and last week I scored 164, but these people that worry about 15 points, if they ain't having fun with this game, my man, they probably shouldn't be playing it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. What, but what, I just what, wanted to say, man, that I got beat pretty bad. It's what, to what's your, what What's your What's your team? Uh,
1: what's your team? And can you trade still? No, nah, no more trades. What's your team?
3: Uh, Burroughs, Pollard, Singletary, uh Myers, Peoples Jones, uh, Kelsey, uh, Tucker and what's my flex? Uh Burt.
1: Yeah.
3: Today. And then uh, the Chiefs uh defense. <clears throat> but I was playing uh Josh Allen, I was playing in uh Sanders, Josh
1: Jacobs, uh who else? Uh, yeah, that's a ru- that's a Dol- that's a rough trio in Dol- Singletary, Myers, and Donovan. Pe- People's Jones is okay, but like that's a rough trio. Um, you you literally need to have, and it is possible, but you really need to have Kelsey Burrow and Pollard become you know world stars. You know, yeah,
3: you know, you know Pollard and uh, Singletary did well for me, pretty good last week, and then they just turned around one eighty degrees, yeah. and it was like what happened, you wow. know, I never scored 164 before. And then this dude turned around and scored 193. I was yeah. like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, man. Well, but I was just, you know, basically just trying to tell these people, man, if, if they're worried about 15 points, they need to ride with it because at the end of the day, that's two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That ain't really, that ain't nothing. Plus yeah. the yards to get there.
1: Yeah. Well, I hear, so, I appreciate you blind Larry. But, you got anything else you want to add to, yeah, uh, to so, the conversation or anything? anything? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, man, hit that uh, like and subscribe button if you haven't yet, man. This dude's pretty good at what he does, and oh, uh, I honestly I take his opinion pretty well. So Thank this you. is my second year, and I've already finished higher than I did last year. So appreciate you, if that man. means anything to anybody. Keep listening in, man. Y'all, y'all get it right. Hopefully, yeah. I'll get it right next year.
1: Yeah. Well, Larry, we're gonna get you. Uh, we're gonna get you squared away. Did you get your sign in for for the fantasyfootballshow.com? dot com? We're gonna have you winning next year. You're not gonna do better than next well, year. You're gonna I- win.
3: I I think I I mean I I'm 90 percent blind bro so I think I emailed you right my man I really can't see that well so I went to your website or whatever and then filled out my email and then sent you a question and I don't know if you got it Yeah I I, I sent you I'm a login.
1: okay I sent you a login oh, you Send me one Yeah I sent you a login check that out um hopefully you can get in there and, okay. and, and check it all out and and there will be a video course section um I'll even send you the link okay. that you can you can bookmark the link exactly. And it'll have all the videos okay. for for the entire video course section, you know, section that will help you trading right. and all that. Right so on. that you're gonna, we're gonna have you winning your league, Larry. Okay. That'll work. Appreciate right, you, Larry. Buddy, I
3: appreciate it, man. Hit that like and subscribe, y'all.
1: Yo. Appreciate you, man. Okay, uh, that's Larry. Larry's Larry's the man. Okay. Um. Let's see here, Avi pacheco and gus edwards thoughts good flexes i mean gus edwards is shaky bro shaky as can be but i i love i love pacheco the only thing about pacheco is he's got a little bit of damian pierce situational you know concern like at any moment he might not get volume or something it could change for him they could run you know multiple backs and it could it could definitely change at any moment uh, but yeah, I I pro- I'd probably say I probably say Pacheco is still looking really really nice, you know. But he's definitely got a little bit of that a little bit of that concern. Um, I thought I totally thought Smitty was full of, of crap a couple months ago, but he's been pretty spot on to be honest. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate that underhanded comment, and I I uh, I'm glad you found us. Okay, and we'll we'll try and we'll try and uh, we'll try and prove you even more wrong every step we take. A thousand bucks for the points in my league and seven hundred bucks for the best record. I like I like when total points wins at least half the pot. I really think that's the way to go. I don't like I, I like the Super Bowl being a, a big prize winner. You know, like a half the money. And I think I think the the way I would structure it and the way I recommend is to have almost half of the mo- like the same amount. Like like you know. Maybe 10% goes to the highest scoring week of the entire season. Whoever has the highest point total in a single week. That way, you give people something to play for until the very end. and They set their lineups all week because at any moment, you could be the highest scorer of the week and get that 10% of the pot or something. And then the the remaining of it, split it and give it to the points winner and the Super Bowl winner. And if you're really the best team in your league, then you're going to win both of those a lot of the time. So it's a great way to give winner takes all, but also give two prizes, Super Bowl winner, points from winner. And when somebody has a season where they're literally the best team in the league, they deserve all the money. You know, nobody deserves second place. There is a second place. You just can get first and second if you want. That's the best way to structure a league prize, in my opinion. You know? uh, Let's see here. Smitty knows his football. Thank you, Casey. Appreciate you. Larry sounds like a very humble guy. He is a very humble guy. Larry's, Larry's That's why Larry's in the speed dial here now. I know when Larry's calling, and I can answer it. Uh, let's see here. We got any other Super Chats? I got to get out of the way here. And, and then, let's, uh, does anybody want to leave any more voicemails on the voicemail line? We got uh, uh, Corey here. Corey dropping a Super Chat just out of appreciation for you and your show, homie. Appreciate you, Corey. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, live of the fantasy football show Who am I talking to? Hey Smitty It's Yusuf What's you up? Me? Yusuf What's up my guy? I appreciate all your super chats and support Yeah man
4: uh, So I, I have an offer right now Where I get Devontae But I give up CMC so can I, I just give you like a rundown of my running backs and wide? Yeah,
1: real quickly before we even get that, let's take a vote in the in the chat so you can get a real good feel of what the player for player value is. Because right now you had CMC two weeks ago as the number one overall to most people because he he finally had that big game. You know, everyone thought, okay, this is what it's going to be moving forward in, in in San Francisco, and then now he's falling flat. You know, a couple games so let's ask the chat in general without knowing his team would everybody rather have Adams or CMC moving forward and let's get everybody to vote and then we'll look at your team and see if anything changes but I have a feeling that Adams is going to win this one um Adams Adams I never get through when I call says Rick I'm sorry Rick I've got I've got people on hold too I answer like two or three calls at once and And let people mouth-breathe into the phone until I got to yell at them. I try and accommodate everybody so much. So you can try and call in again if you want. I'll put you on hold if you won't mouth-breathe. And you'll sit there patiently. Okay, so dial in. Adams, 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 Adams. CMC, Adams. Adams, Adams, Adams. Adams, 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 Adams. Adams, 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 bro. CMC. I've never seen a more overwhelming vote for somebody... That that just you know when the other player was like eight or seven overall, nine overall, wherever Adams was a couple of weeks ago, and Christian McCaffrey was one. Yeah. It swapped, it flipped so quick, and and that's there's nothing wrong with that. It, it's understandable and it's logical because now we we really do our fears. Even Ron Navy, who's in the building, our fears, especially Ron Navy's fears, came to fruition, and I think they're they're not like temporary. They're not. It's not a scare. This is a situation where this 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 coach Kyle Shanahan not only injures his players. I mean, it, it, you know, and you you could say he's not injuring him. His scheme is injuring him. The team, the way they practice, whatever. We don't even know why. We don't. No one knows why. But but not only are we worried about injury, we're worried about usage. All right, give me your your team. But I'm pretty sure I know the answer. Go ahead.
4: Okay, so I'm in an eight man. Okay. Uh... My uh my running backs were C- CMC. I also have Saquon. I got uh Etienne off waivers like five weeks ago. And then um I also have Pacheco. And then um <clears throat> my wide receivers are AJ Brown, Saint Brown, and Lazard. And then also Traylon Burks.
1: Let's put Burks in your lineup, okay? Okay, and yeah, that's it. Over Lazard. right. um... Yeah, so... This is tough, because you gave... You know, you gave us, uh... You're not tough. This is, um... How should I say it? You're, You're balanced. You're very balanced here. And I think whichever way you go, it doesn't really affect the balance. So... Okay. Oh, it's, if you take CMC away and you put Adams in here, I don't think it does anything to the balance of your team because it's really a flex spot in a way, right? Or it's it's a you, you're starting Saquon, You're yeah. starting Etn, you're starting Saint Brown, AJ Brown, and Adams, right? And then Burks is a, an additional flex, yeah. or no? Is Burks? Yeah. A, okay. Uh, it's it's,
4: it's uh, two running backs, two wide receivers, and, and one flex. Yeah. Okay,
1: so you don't even use Bur- Burks is on the bench. Okay. So Burks is on the yeah, bench. Yeah, Burks on the Pacheco's bench. Pacheco's on the bench. So nothing, nothing changed. I moved CMC to your flex spot in, in a sense just for, for argument's sake or to explain it. Nothing changes. The question is, does your team look better? According to the chat, Adams was better. According to the chat, your team does look better. According to the chat, you didn't destroy or dismantle the balance of your team. You need to punch, you need to punch the trade. Um, now this is assuming etn's healthy. you could wait until the morning. I do believe etN will be healthy, but I think Adams, AJ yeah. Brown, St Brown, Saquon, etn, you got Pacheco is probably a better a better move for you. Um, I don't think if you had yeah. no if you had no running back like two, then I would be more worried. Yeah. I think people are gonna freak out about etn. I'm not, but I would wait. I would if you can wait until the morning have them propose the offer make sure ETN doesn't have some kind of okay well we we thought it was okay we went and checked it there's an MRI done and he's got a torn something whatever um so we got to wait we okay. got to wait but 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 okay. be be prepared okay. to punch it as soon as you know ETN's pretty good and you know worst case scenario you got Pacheco but he he could vanish and then yeah. you but you got 5 weeks left you, you know you know you know
4: yeah i'm 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 leaning towards it, to be honest with you i'm leaning towards it cuz I really, like, I really, I feel like Adams is, like, more more consistent. Because CMC, he might be up and down the rest of the way. I don't really know. But Adams, like, I'm getting his targets. I'm getting, like,
1: the consistency. Yeah. Is it PPR? It's half
4: PPR, yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, that doesn't doesn't kill the trade for me, but it definitely, I wish it was PPR. Then I'd be... But but yeah. is, I'm still liking it. But that does suck that it's not PPR. It's not full PPR. It's half PPR. Okay. But but you know CMC's a, a a pass catching back, you know that gets affected by that at the same time. So
4: yeah. Okay. And, uh, Smithy, I have one more question.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, so like, um, my my quarterbacks were uh, Fields and Deshaun Watson. So this week they were both out. So I kinda had to trade Jeff Wilson for, for uh Geno Smith. So I had to play Geno this week. So next week, considering Fields is available, who would you play like out of those three?
1: Uh, Fields and who? Name them again. Fields,
4: Geno, and Deshaun Watson next week.
1: Um, I mean if Fields is playing, you gotta play Fields, you know, but Fields probably won't play. Uh, but we don't know we don't know yeah. that we don't know that so you know looking at the matchups for next week i mean gino's going up against um he's on the road against the rams that's a that's a pretty decent matchup and then and then watson is uh, it's a revenge game the texans yeah yeah I, pro- I i probably man i don't know gino's probably safer but part of me wants to roll with that revenge game but that's his first game back man Could be a little rusty. Yeah. Um, what does the chat think (laughs) on that? I'd be very curious to know if you guys are gonna are gonna hands down vote revenge tour Deshaun Watson. But I mean he looked rusty in the preseason. It's not fair to judge him in the preseason, but it definitely didn't help, you know, our confidence in him coming back and and going nuts right away. Like if he had not played at all, I think we'd be all amped up, you know. But the fact that he came out looked rusty, I, I think that kinda hurt hurt them in, in terms of like well, how we how confident we feel. But let's see what the chat thinks. They're they're coming yeah. in here. It's a 10-second delay. Let's see what the chat's thinking. What are we what okay. are we what are we thinking guys? Um going Watson. Cause... Gino is so consistent, says Vamp. Um Smitty, would you trade Aaron Jones? Now it's not the time trade. We're doing a vote. Uh, I'd go Geno, Fields. You have a Fields. We're going to assume Fields is out. If Fields is playing, you you play Fields. I actually think Watson will be good. Didn't throw. Yeah,
4: because I, w- I was considering Fields Watson, a lot, Gino, considering Gino. what Hurts just did to the Packers, the way he was just running yeah, all well, over them. Bro,
1: Fields starts, he's he's a go, for sure. Geno, yeah, Watson. You. The, the chat seems torn. I think Watson is... Uh... OJ says Mike White. Yeah. Um, Gino, 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 Watson revenge game. It's torn, bro. I mean, if you yes. need a safe play, go Gino. You want to roll the dice and you, yeah. need, you need like high risk, high reward type of thing, then go go Watson, I guess. But it's it's close, bro. Trust your gut. Okay. All right, man. Appreciate okay. you. Later. Uh, all right, man. Later. I love you, Smitty.
6: Thank you. Appreciate
1: you. All right, next caller. Sorry about the wait. What can I do for you?
6: Hello. Hey, what's going on? What's up? Can you hear me? Yep. Uh cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, it's Tony, man. Um, I'll get straight to it. I got two questions for you. Uh first question is I know this might be kinda wild, but um I've been holding on to Watson. Um, is it kind of a risk playing him over Josh
1: Allen against the Patriots? <laughs> you can't sit Josh Allen, man. <laughs> You know, like, I mean, but here, let me, let me, let me tell you a little story, though. Uh, Yes, last night, we had a bunch of people come in here and say, blah, 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 ETN, or blah, 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 ETN, or blah, 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 and I said to them, you can't sit ETN, you can't sit ETN. Now, granted, I can't predict everything, and I couldn't see the injury coming, and and Hasty got fed pretty good, like, ETN would have had a day, so I can't see those things coming, but and anything can happen so you need to trust your gut you know those people that didn't trust me that trusted you know the other player other than ETN made out you know i'm i'm going to miss sometimes i'm i'm not going to hit everything but like i'm not sitting josh allen man i'm not sitting like I, there's just no way there's just, there's no way zero chance i'm ever sitting josh allen not even against
6: the patriots right
1: i'm not sitting him i'm not sitting him i, I think you can you can bring the best out of this guy in a tough matchup but it's just, it's just, you know, Watson. You don't know what you're getting. You know, it'd be different if you had like Jalen Hurts or something. You know, and you you somehow traded into that, but like you can't, you can't sit Josh Allen, man. Um,
6: I guess, I guess, like you know, sometimes the point project, you know, the points projected, like it throws a lot of us off. You know, and they're projecting Watson like what, close to 30 points. I don't know who it's is,
1: gotta, who is.
6: Uh, this is
1: Yahoo. Yahoo Sports. <sighs> Yahoo. I haven't played. I haven't played Yahoo in a decade. Uh, let's let's go here. Let's see what Watson's projected for. On uh, a couple of different oh, platforms. Wait. What do you
6: play?
1: Well, I mean, I play ESPN and Sleeper and all 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 the different you know formats. But let's see what projection. I don't know if they have a projection for him yet. Up. Uh. I don't know. I'm trying to pull it up, but. I don't care about the projection. Like, the bottom line is I could care. I could, you know who creates that projection, bro? His average. And then maybe some human element to it. You know, like where somebody... some There's probably some algorithm involved or maybe a human element that says, what did he score on average over the last... You know, they don't have anything to go off of, you know? So somebody probably to manually... Because if there is a computer algorithm involved in coming up with Watson's projection... It's probably taking his previous starts that he's had on a consistent average level and then factoring in some kind of schedule and risk, and then it comes out 30. And then some human factor comes in because they get a bunch of emails and complaints from people that say, oh, how can you have 30-something points for a guy that's never played in two years? And then all of a sudden, you see him drop from 30. You've seen this before. It drops from 30 to like 23. And you're like, oh, right, why, why right. did that fall? It's because a human stepped in. And said our algorithms taking the average this guy used to score and pumping it up. So don't don't listen mm-hmm. to the average they, you know what the average says when you come out of your fantasy draft? Uh you, you did when you draft a team that's the fantasy football show geared, it says you did awful. It says you did awful. It says mm-hmm. that Kenneth Walker, what are you doing mm-hmm. with Kenneth Walker? He's gonna score six points a game. You know, what are you doing with ETN? He's not gonna be good. And I, you can make fun of ETN all you want, all you ETN haters out there. He's coming back. Um, all these all these projections are always wrong. For we always have the worst ranked teams, middle of the pack, last in the league. Um, I, I take offense. I take great offense when I'm ranked really high by the algorithm coming out. You know, because I'm taking well, sleepers. They, they work.
6: They work the other way around too. Because like they project Cordell or Patterson every single week to get like 12 points or something, and now I don't really trust them that much.
1: Yeah, don't don't let. The, I know everybody wants to see their team projected higher, and it's a nice little. Um, I don't know. I I think their projection to win can sometimes be accurate, you know, or feel pretty close. Mm-hmm. But that's during the game, you know. Like the projection right, right. beforehand, don't worry about it, bro.
6: Okay, okay. And then my last, I'll shoot my last question. My last question is: we know we know that White did good today, and we're hoping that he gets like you know at least sixty of the timeshare, maybe even seventy. But should I keep him in my flex like moving forward these last two weeks or should I consider um, – because I'm the guy that always asks you about Gus Edwards, Deontay Foreman, Patterson, Marquise Brown, Jacoby Myers. I mean, should any of those guys even be considered for a flex or should I just keep White in there even though Fournette's probably coming back next week?
1: Um, white over – give me give me the options again.
6: Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, of course. Um, Patterson, uh, Foreman, uh, Gus Edwards, Jacoby Myers, Marquise Brown.
1: I mean, it depends on. I mean, no, the answer is Rashad White, but it depends on what happens in the next couple weeks. Every week, we got to take take it one week at a time. You know, because we don't know uh-huh. we don't know what the team's going to say, how they're going to project the two to play together. We don't know if injury will uh, will step in the way of, of uh, anything we're talking about here. So. But Rashad White's your locked-in player for now, and he played by week by week, locked in. Dude's a monster. Okay,
6: over over four men.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Rashad White put a lot of big-name players on the bench this week in the fantasy football industry, and he delivered. He he didn't even get fed enough, but he delivered. He also put Lenny on the bench before Lenny got hurt in the same game, and people forget that it, he was essentially benched already in that game that he got hurt. So right yeah just for now lock him in for now right. there's not there's nothing you can do right now until we hear what the plan is and the plan probably is going to be ro- Roll with the hot hand the hot hands Rashad white you know roll him out there but then if things go awry and Foreman you know looks amazing then you put Foreman in but i I don't think anybody here is starting down to Foreman over Rashad White if Rashad White had a coming out party and he did well you know so
6: yeah he did. All right, bro. So would you, would you, um, would you, uh, real quick, sorry, uh, would you uh, start Michael Pimmon Jr. or Marquise Brown moving forward?
1: We'll have to play that by ear as the week rolls on and we start hearing about Hollywood and everything. How he, how he's looking, is he okay. having setbacks and all that? So, all right, bro.
6: Fair enough, Smitty. Thanks, man.
1: All right, later. All right. Uh, Trey, or no, this one's from Avi. Avi says Pacheco and Gus Edwards thoughts, good flexes. Uh, uh, again, um, I, I like Pacheco, not a big fan of Gus. I, I think there's a lot of upside in Pacheco. But there's also risk, but but risk I'm willing to take on. And Angel with the Super Chat. Angel said thoughts on Moore with White. Now, I think Moore bounces back. Look, Moore wanted to be traded. If you went up to Elijah Moore right now, mark my words. Mark my words. And he, Maybe he tweets something like this and we hear it and buzz about this from from, from, from Elijah Moore. If you went up to Elijah Moore right now and said... Okay, you know what? The NFL approved a late trade. You can't do this. This is a fairy tale. Okay, this is a hypothetical world here. Roger Goodell will approve a one-off trade. We can send you away right now. Elijah Moore would say no. I no longer want to be traded. I don't like Zach Wilson. I love Mike White. Mike White is our starter. He's leading us to wins in the promised land. In his mind, I want to stay. And I want to catch footballs from Mike White. I guarantee you. That Elijah Moore would refuse to be traded if he had the ability to refuse or deny a trade right this very second, if the NFL would allow it, which they won't. It's fairy tale storytelling here, but this guy loves him and I don't blame him. And I, 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 th- I think that he could be wide receiver four or five capable right now by weeks and in injuries. You might use that kind of guy. And then we take it game by game. Okay. Garrett Wilson's the number one. Garrett Wilson looks phenomenal. Elijah Moore's wide receiver four or five capable. He's a must add. He'll be on the waiver wire show for sure. I don't know where I'll slot him yet. But, uh, yeah, Mike White is that impacting. Mike White is that good. Mike White is that exciting. Mike White is that motivating. Mike White is, has that kind of morale-boosting capability. And you can laugh at me all you want. Like, people have laughed at me for over a year when it comes to Mike White. Oh, my, Smitty thinks Mike White's the next Tom Brady. I get laughed at all the time for it. But guess who's laughing now? Not not me. Me, I'm laughing now. I'm laughing all the way. All, all the way to my couch. Where I'm watching Mike White create magic on the regular. Um. Let's see here. Smitty, am I gonna win it all? ER? ER wants to know if he's gonna win it all. Bro. You win it all, and you drop a big super chat after you win it all, bro. You come back, and you say, Smitty, here's a 20 spot, bro. I won it all. Out of boy. Give me a mashed potato. I can see it now, bro. I'm playing Garrett Wilson over Mike Evans next week. I don't blame you, big drop. I don't blame you at all. You're not. I'm not sending you on. If you thought you were going to initiate a lap right now, you're wrong. Like, I understand that. The great Mike White. That's right. Packers, surely not starting Rodgers again. We don't know what's going on with Rodgers, you know. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, ETN durability just scares me. And they're acquiring additional running backs. Uh, yeah, but everybody needs a backup, bro. Henderson's not taking anybody off the field unless they're injured. And, and we'll see what's going on with that. Hang tight. Hang tight. Uh, you. My bad. You were answering the other Travis. Smitty, you're the GOAT. Thank you, Nori. appreciate you. These are predictions you've been right about the last couple of months. Thank you, Josh. This is why Josh now likes me. Josh didn't like me. Josh thought I was a a, 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 a potato sack. You know, just did nothing. Just sitting there uh, on a couch, on a comfy couch. Probably thought this was a green screen behind me. But now Josh believes. Now Josh is here. Josh, even if I'm wrong, I want you to be entertained. You know what I mean? Like part of this is entertainment. not, Not a show. I'm not blowing smoke or or throwing mud at a wall just hoping it sticks. I've been doing this for 20 years, Josh. I've been on radio mostly. This is the last four years I've been on YouTube. But I've done this professionally on radio for 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 19 straight years prior to YouTube. Now four on YouTube, you know. But part of what I want you to 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 have is a community, Josh. And I believe you have that now. We have we we, uh, we welcome you with open arms. But entertainment. This is an NFL show. This is a new show. This is a fantasy football show. It does get very fantasy football oriented with the super chats during the season. Um, I, I understand that. But we what other show hands out mashed potatoes, Josh? <laughs> No, no other show. The answer is no other show, Josh. And so I want you to be thoroughly entertained. I want this to be your news source, your place you go. Because, Josh, I go live whenever news breaks. I'm live Monday through Friday. I'm live, with, I'm live when news breaks. I'm live on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at midnight. And I want you to know you can find me if news breaks. If something happens with Tom Brady, he retires. If Aaron Rodgers retires tomorrow because his thumb falls off, I will be going live. And you will know that you can find me here. Appreciate you all being here um uh mike white over rogers Pfft. probably um you've been ahead of everyone else on picking up players like white and all those guys absolutely josh appreciate you man clayton clayton says um half ppr start dk over debo rest of season i am curious though josh real quickly back to josh what was it that made you think thought I, you thought I was full of crap you said at first and then you've been listening for a while and now you, you like the show? What made you think that? What did I say? What were the couple things that made you? I just want to know. I'm just curious. I won't get mad or anything either. What made you think that I was full of crap initially? I just want to know. I, I just It's piquing my my interest. Half PPR start DK over Debo rest of season. Probably, man. Debo, look, I, I don't mean this in a, in a bad way. But Debo looks a little out of shape. Am I the only one that's going to say it? He looks a little out of shape. He looks like he's carrying a little extra LB action. And and that leads to injury. He's already been banged up several times this year. He got banged up in this game. Looked like he was going to be potentially out for a while. Like the way that this went down. He went down. Looked like he got hurt. You carry extra weight. It adds potential injury risk. Your body's not used to carrying that weight, especially when you're moving so fast. This guy's going at twenty-something miles per hour down the field with extra weight. You're making cuts. You're planting. Your knees aren't used to that kind of weight carrying, and you make sharp cuts. I'm just, I'm just saying. And I have been saying this, David. This isn't the first time I've said it. I guess, I guess I'm saying it again. But uh, Debo is carrying some extra lbs. And, and I know he's been eating well he got his new contract but this is this is a concern Debo definitely got a wide body build yeah he's, he's definitely a thick boy but he he i feel like i feel like it's a little different i feel like he's a little bit a little bit heftier you know for for what he's trying to do and how he's trying to operate that's all I'm trying to say um does anybody else feel that way like, I mean, when you see him, he looks thicker than normal, dude. Uh he, he he looks like he's carrying some extra LBs. I'm gonna say DK. DK's got like 7% body fat or something. Almost too thin. Uh Debo is stout. Yeah, but he he's always been stout, but he's he's thicker than normal, bro. And he's trying to move at the same rapid pace, cutting on the same knees. Uh, holding, you know, it's like a door hinge, bro. The door gets, gets heavier and the hinges don't change. And The knee ligaments, the knees, those don't change in size. You just got to wonder, you know what I'm saying? Ky- Ky- Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Um, Tater Toddy is, uh, what's he saying here? I'm sitting here. I'm going to have this is too long, bro. How am I supposed to read this? Let's let's have the computer read this because I this is too long for me.
0: I watch on my Xbox and sit here with my phone on mute and follow the comments and such that way. You get two views. Beaming face with smiling eyes. I face with starry eyes. Here. Cross-eyed grinning face with stuck out tongue. Cross-eyed grinning face with stuck out tongue. You are a number Up pointing index with light skin tone. Code. A pointing index with light skin tone. Code. A pointing index with light skin tone. Code. A
1: I <laughs> appreciate you, Tater Toddy. I'm glad we read that. I'm glad I didn't skip over that novel. I let the system help me. Uh, you know, I like that. Appreciate you. Let's. Let's. Have, I think everything Tater says we should have it, have it read. Okay. Let's 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 read this one.
0: Tater to boss my leg. Piggy, pig face, face with tears of joy, face with tears of joy.
1: <laughs> Tater Toddy. Let's just make this a Tater Toddy segment. <laughs> Here. Uh, what else does he have? Give us something else, Tater Toddy. On his Xbox. Xbox, Toddy. Appreciate the double views. This guy's so into the show. Just such a, an amazing follower of mine. He's got two streams going two streams going this guy's doing what some of you should be doing we got people out here that are are not thumbing up the video we got 315 eyeballs in here and only 173 thumbs up you know this guy's out here working double time tater toddy's out there doing business he's in the garage late at night his wife doesn't even know it he's streaming two streams wasting double the internet what's tater toddy saying now um walker Eat- josh what, oh, what did Josh say? Uh, ETN, Walker, Rashad White, JT, Hall, Chase. Okay, so what you're saying, Josh, is these are the, the calls you thought I was crazy on. Walker, the ETN, the Rashad White, JT, Hall, Chase. Okay, I got you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Josh. That means a lot coming from you, bro. Uh once hater, but now a follower. And I appreciate you. I respect you. And somebody said you had a nice head of lettuce, by the way. Um, Trey, this is too long Trey wants me to read this Is what he's basically telling me Because this is too long bro.
0: Trey maybe should I trade Aaron Jones for Dalvin If I can't weather the bye Or should I trade Swift for Pacheco And
1: use Bachenko as the fill in week 14 Trade Aaron Jones for Dalvin I'd probably take the chance on Dalvin I guess I don't love Dalvin, but you know, there's some upside there Just make sure you cuff him But that could go either way uh, DK on this one, Clayton. I appreciate your super chat, by the way. Uh, Tater, let's see what this. I wonder what this. This is going to be read as these. These.
0: Tanger Toddy Tanger toss with extra cheese. Upward turn hand with medium light skin tone gesturing with fingers pinched together. Distraught face with tightly closed eyes. Distraught face with tightly closed eyes. Distraught face with tightly closed eyes. Water droplets, water droplets, water droplets, water droplets. droplets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Thank you, Todd Toddy. Appreciate you. Uh Smitty is the second option, Josh. Smitty, this is second option, Josh. Okay, thank you, Josh. Why is your name Jay then? Um, I got you on my PS4, and I'm typing this on my phone. Nice. Thank you, pal. See, we got we got people all over streaming, dou- double streaming. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Mike Evans killed me today. He killed a lot of people today, bro. Mike Evans disappointed firmly. Um, but he's also a good buy low, in my opinion. I think he's a, an excellent buy low. I think that if you need to buy low on somebody um, at, at the wide receiver position that might have quietly crafty... Uh, sneaky good wide receiver one value. It might be Mike Evans. I like CMC's schedule. Um, playoff schedule. Seattle, Washington Raiders. Close games. I got you, Avi. I don't. I don't mind you liking CMC, my guy. Smitty, where do you rank? Oops. Where do you rank DK rest of season? Uh, like borderline wide, like more like hot, super high end wide receiver too. Um, You could call him your number one wide receiver if you were like stacked at running back and quarterback and then you had like Andrews at tight end and then you had DK and Alave and you know like that. But I, I much prefer him being your number one, no, number two wide receiver, your elite number two wide receiver, like number 14 overall type of wide receiver, 12 overall, 13 overall, something close to that. Um, also, Garrett Wilson, Rashad White, or Monty at the flex. I think Garrett Wilson's pretty safe, like I, I suppose, but I'd probably roll Rashad White if we're feeling he's starting again. Let's say Leonard Fournette's out again, or they say Rashad's the starter, or we don't feel very confused by the, the workload divide, that Rashad White might um, be the guy still over even Garrett Wilson. But Garrett Wilson's a safe option if, if things don't look amazing for Rashad White going forward. Uh, I think I'm gone for my super chat. Do you like Gabe Davis or Godwin? Uh, I like Godwin. Thank you for your super chat, Duvall. I did answer it. Um, I like Godwin. I'm okay with Godwin being ranked higher. I really am. I'm fine with that. But I do think they'll both do well. Yep, I watch on my Apple TV and type on my phone too. Outta boy, Alton. Two views. of boy. That's what I'm talking about. Nathan, hey, Smitty, trade away CMC and Debo for Diggs and Dalvin Cook. CMC and Debo for Diggs and Dalvin Cook. It's just like a kick to the nads both ways, bro. Like, here, let me shake your hand, kick in the nads. Let me kick in the nads and shake in the hands. It's like, you know, we're, we're, we've are we got Diggs, big upgrade over Debo, CMC, Cook. What's the chat think? What side do you want to be on? CMC, Debo, or Diggs and Cook? Kind of think Diggs and Cook. Let's see what the chat thinks, but Diggs and Cook probably. It's a, it's a tough one. It's a close call. Very, very close call. I'm glad the Bucks lost as a Panthers fan. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted Rashad White. I wanted the Bucks to win for Rashad White. If the team won, it was good for Rashad White. It was good for, hey, this is working. Let's keep it all going the same way. You know, now they lost. It's like, I don't want them getting bright ideas that maybe they need to revert back to, to, to Leonard Fournette or something. White to the moon, absolutely. To the moon. Rashad White season, baby. So I'm talking about digs, cook digs, 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 digs. Side, there you go. Dig side. It is Charles T with a super chat uh, from work right now. Germany. Yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting Charles is in Germany. Next week, Fields, Deshaun Watson or Carr. Uh, Fields, Watson or Carr. Well, if Fields is playing, you're playing Fields. Um, can I get a call into the show one day? Charles, are you on my text line? I forget, on my on my um, on my WhatsApp. Are you on my text line, Charles? I think you might be. I forget if you are. If you are, just dial me right now. If you want, if you're on it, uh, Watson or Carr. So, like, I probably say like. Maybe I go Watson in the revenge game. I like Carr a little bit, but he scared me this week. He got injured. Uh, If Fields goes, you play Fields. If not, I mean, it's kind of a coin toss. I'd probably lean. I guess I'd lean Watson. But very, very close. Ideas on the new Mars men for next season. Brian, that's going to all be dropped on January 1. My broski or or slightly before it kind of depends but it will be january 1 Rudy, i'm rooting for divorce brady okay divorce brady getting ready to dominate rest of season says travis i do think i'm maybe a week early on his comeback i mean that it was a close game i wish they'd won it only watch you on one stream but i dropped those thumbs up appreciate you jason wins and losses don't matter in fantasy points that's right travis um Yes, I'm on the text line. Go ahead. If you want to call in, I'll I'll uh, I'll play it out loud. Just dial in. I normally don't answer, so don't you know don't call the text line ever. But um, dial in and I'll, I'll and I'll answer right now for you. I don't know if it'll it'll ring or not. Um, but dial in if you wanna if you wanna talk right now. It's fine. In Germany, what time is it in Germany? Can't call right now at work. Okay. Uh, Bijan Robinson is probably in, in the top eight overall in redraft for me. Maybe higher. Hasty worth the claim, yeah, he'll be on the waiver wire show. I don't know where yet, but he'll be on it for sure. Quantum flow, what is the risk? Gallo wants to know. Players don't play thinking I need to get 11 more fantasy points. That's true, Daniel, but they should respect the fantasy football game as should coaches and teams because we help pay their salaries. If they didn't have us putting money on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty, Underdog fantasy promo code Smitty get up to one hundred dollars bonus match on your first deposit. If we weren't dropping over unders and doing all this amazing goodness, you know what I'm saying? Um, then we would they wouldn't be getting paid what they're getting being paid. We're upping the ratings. We're upping the the the, the all the stats that get them the we, jersey sales. Us playing in three and four and five leagues instead of one gets us more involved, watching more football. Revenue coming in because of us. More people ordering the, the the NFL Sunday ticket or the red zone. Money coming to everybody. We are responsible for in, inflating the salaries to the degree we are inflating them. The fantasy shows that give news coverage, that give buzz to a player that says, I want a new contract or I want to be traded, that wouldn't have been initiated or forced into play if it weren't for people like our show and us forcing people's eyeballs onto the news to create more and more buzz so they need to give us respect for our role in fantasy football or in the nfl uh, the role of fantasy football in the nfl they need to give respect for joseph with a super chat uh vargas hey smitty can i judge can you judge my team three more days until the trade deadline i have lamar cook etn stevenson jamar lamb evans friar benches jeff wilson uh, Christian Watson, Najee, and Mike Williams. You got a lot of depth to couple with the players up above. So if it's me, I'm taking Jeff Wilson. I'm taking Christian Watson. I'm taking Najee, and I'm trying to couple them with maybe a Cook, an Etienne, a Stevenson, um, or an Evans to try and upgrade those spots or a fryer move. So if Christian Watson can get me a... A Mark Andrews, and I have to give up Fryermuth. A lot of people may not do that. I would still do that. I still believe Mark Andrews can win the league that way. Or if you want to play it safer, you could try and go get an Adams using Evans and Christian Watson. You could try and go get a Justin Jefferson using Evans and Jeff Wilson. Don't think these trades can't happen. They can happen. They happen every day. I see them every day. I hear them every day on my text line. You can't, you won't know until you try. Upgrading Cook into, um, you know, you could go Henry if you believe in Henry and don't think Henry will get hurt. He can. He's only got five weeks left. Uh, you know, he could definitely make it through it. Uh, Cook, Cook, and uh, Cook, and Wilson, Cook, and Christian Watson, probably more so. Najee and potentially Evans for an Adams or a a a Hill or a JJ. These are all options. Throw them all together. Use the bench guys to try and upgrade that uh, that lineup. Um, guys to not touch, uh, you know, you could even go after Hertz using Lamar and, and maybe a, a, a Christian Watson, you know, um, guys to not touch. I would say I, I wouldn't trade ETN cause you're not going to get what you deserve right now. And I believe, you know, he probably will be fine. Uh, Stevenson's got increased value coming. Only sell him high. Uh, I, I I like lamb really everybody there is tradable. Jamar chase is tradable at the right price, but probably better off waiting and holding him. Um, Burrow would be a good buy low using Lamar and Christian Watson or Najee and and, Bur- and, and uh, Lamar for Burrow and something else to try and upgrade somewhere else. Those are all options, bro. Go go get it done. Appreciate your super chat. Ten dollar holler. Gets, gets a Gets a moonshot. So appreciate you. Um let's see here. Super chat. So, Joseph, I got yours. Charles T, I got yours. Avi, I think I answered yours. The playoff schedule one, or at least I showed it on screen. I think we're all caught up. We're caught up on Super Chats. I think I'm going to head out. It's two hours and six minutes. Not a bad little Sunday night live stream. We've been live three times today. So, I think I'm going to call it quits. Uh, 300 of you in here. 200 thumbs up. Please punch the thumb up button on the way out the door. All 300 of you. Please, hit that thumb up button. It helps me do more shows like this. The... The more these shows get traction, the more I do them. You know what I mean? Like the more one-off shows I do uh, as we grow. So it it helps you to help me. I'm live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday, which means I'll be back here at 7 p.m. tomorrow. But I might be back earlier because I'm live whenever news breaks. If you're sitting around and news breaks, it's super big. Just know, come to my channel. I'm probably live within two to five minutes usually sometimes i wait depending on the news and i got to make sure i get the the correct information before i jump live but usually i'm live uh the minute news breaks so monday through friday 7 p.m live whenever news breaks and i'm also live every tuesday thursday friday saturday uh at midnight eastern and then sometimes here on sunday night we do that as well so i'll see you all tomorrow appreciate you thank you to my and real quickly thank you to my super chatters i want to call you guys out ryan quantum flow brian uh angel avi avi deval avi charles t um exit exit uh joseph vargas mark cleveland Corey, ted um a-, a rock um quantum flow again tom Tomsky, and uh clayton appreciate you guys all for dropping those super chats if i missed anybody i'm sorry i, I, I thought i tagged everybody but maybe i missed one appreciate you all see you all tomorrow Hit that like button on your way out the door. Appreciate you.
0: Thank you, Smithy. Code, upward turn hand with medium light skin tone gesturing with fingers pinched together. Code, upward turn hand with medium light skin tone gesturing with fingers pinched together. Code, upward turn hand with medium light skin tone gesturing with fingers pinched together. Code, upward turn hand with medium light skin tone gesturing with fingers pinched together. Code,